your co-host Hayden Boozer. And we are the co-host Garrett Spies. And we are back in action today after nearly a two-week break of not recording. Three recorded. week, I think. Three weeks of not recording this podcast. <laughs> it, it feels good to be back. It does feel good to be back. You're it's like staring. getting a horse on the saddle. No, getting back on the saddle on the horse. Yeah, Back on the saddle by that, by that band that wrote that song. Garrett's <laughs> staring right at the wall, and I'm staring at the <laughs> left side of his body. I think it's quite interpersonal it's, communication it's a little bit awkward right now it's like the the spider-man to um spider-man 3 meme when he's watching the show and harry's watching peter peter's watching mj yeah yeah, yeah. and then they don't know they're watching each other yeah that's what it is right now i think it's kind of nice i think it's it's it lifts some of the stress of social interaction <laughs> yeah because you have to turn to look at me yeah why don't, you, why don't you spin your chair and then yeah well okay tough guy well the <laughs> microphone is positioned in a way just just angle the. Uh, oh, there you go they're gonna hear that <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit better. Okay, yeah. I see. I have the fancy setup with the, with yeah. the microphone arm and the haves versus the have-nots. Yeah, have exactly. <laughs> that was like what we talked about in the in the last episode. But yeah, today we have a a very special concept that we're gonna do. I'm very excited, and that is our first uh, live movie reaction. And it's not ambulance. It's not ambulance, despite your it, your anticipation. It will be ambulance at some point. But this is the first. We, in approximately 30 minutes, will be on the way to see the Batman movie starring oh, Robert Pattinson. It's going to be so cool. At our local cinema. And so, what we're going to do is we're going we're gonna to capture our raw, immediate reaction to the film. This is going to be hard, Hayden, because I have to ride in the car with you for 30 minutes and not say a word to you. And not talk about the film. That's going to be whatsoever. hard. Especially for this one, because it's a three-hour movie, and I've, from what I've seen, which is very little, because I've been restricting my Same. view of the... Same is that this movie is surprising people in a good way. Yeah. So I'm pretty freaking stoked for this. I have faith in this cast and the direction this movie's following. I have a lot of faith. Matt Reeves is, he, he, he's, done, he's done great things in the past, in my opinion. The Planet of the Apes series was... Oh, I, I really like those movies. Underrated. Like watching the third one in the theaters was an experience. Like you're like done, you're like, whoa. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. Like it, it was, when all the plot devices fell and everything happened, I was like, wow, they really accomplished a lot with those three movies the the thing that strikes me about matt reeves as a director that i'm excited for um to see in this movie hopefully is the way that he 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 sticks to a very central like theme for a character and and he's already hinted at that by by saying i don't know if you've seen the stuff where he's saying like this batman is is, is dark and moody and yeah, I've seen it. It's almost like pushing a horror movie. He's yeah, he's much. He said his inspiration was like Kurt Cobain, which is super yeah, I, I freaking saw, I exciting. Saw that. Yeah, that's exciting. And then, you know, they had something in the way in the trailer. That was great. Which that was, was really cool. Awesome trailer. Like I know we shit talked, um, ambulance trailer a lot, but oh, like yeah. I think this the very first trailer they revealed, and the other ones have been it, good. This too. was more how to make a good trailer. Yeah, this they, was. It didn't show much at all. Showed the cast. They showed, showed some, some action some, sequences. Some scenes. I I'm really excited to see the scene. Hopefully with um, when he's walking in the water and, and the, the torch are, and the bullets are hitting him. No, oh, I'm talking, and, oh the when he's like walking torch. in like the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really cool. That reminds me of almost like Harry Potter Dementors. I know one thing that I saw. Do you want me to say it? Like I saw it accidentally on Instagram. I don't want. It's not a spoiler, it. but it's just like this scene exists in the movie. I don't know. I don't want that. Okay. Okay. Well, did you ever watch the the funeral scene? Yeah, I saw that, but that okay. they released that. Yeah, so yeah. I, that did, I, I don't. Cheating. I don't want to know anything else. This is a three-hour movie. I think it's two hours and fifty-five or six minutes, and I think that's. When's the last time we got? Do you, you ever see Watchmen? We no. should watch it. I, oh, I, on Netflix, I saw it. You not did see when it? it came out. Yeah, what do you think of that movie? 
That was a long movie. I think it's I owed like the extended for me. cut. Like that movie was a lot. They definitely put way too much in that movie. Like Doc, Mr. Manhattan's like balls. Blue movie. penis. Yeah. yeah. But besides that, it was pretty cool. I mean, Jeffrey Dean Morgan was great in that movie. Yeah, he. But he, that's like the only besides Zack Snyder's Justice League cut, which I won't really count because that's like a director's cut of a movie, like mega director's cut. I had like an hour to that movie. Right. This is like the first super movie in recent memory that's like long. Man of Steel was pretty long. But that's still two and or a half. Like I think. Logan, I think, was kind of long, but yeah. even that was like two twenty. Two yeah, hours twenty. Two two ten. Two thirty. The, the yeah. Dark Knight, which is the most. The Dark Knight was two thirty seven. I think like right. Two forty almost that was probably. A lot. So that that's close. This is about but like fifteen minutes more. I yeah. don't know if I've seen a film this long in theaters. Maybe Endgame. How long was Endgame? Did Endgame Endgame was over three reach hours. over three hours? It's like three and a half. Wow, okay. Maybe like 310 or something. So I fell asleep in that one, but I'm not going <laughs> to fall asleep in this one. Yeah, I I fell asleep um, recently in a movie. It was when we saw... Oh, I remember saw this. saw something for the second time. Was oh. I with you? Was Were we in a theater? I think so. Or Scream. No, no, no Jared, Jared fell asleep. asleep. <laughs> oh, I fell asleep when we saw Lighthouse for the second time at my house. Right, 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 wow. right, right. <laughs> yeah, oh, I fell asleep the first time we saw Lighthouse. Yeah, it makes it better. But we're just going to try to capture... Our 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 very raw reaction to the movie. So hopefully yeah. what we're gonna do is right now, as you're currently listening, we're gonna give you some some pre movie thoughts, yeah. some arousing ideas, and then we will break and then we will come back and you'll get our immediate reactions to the film. Which I don't think at approximately two AM where we live. Or <laughs> later. Or later probably. I think well, you and I usually talk. If we see a movie together, obviously we're going to talk after we see the movie. But usually, like, usually we're like standing outside the theater and it's freezing yeah. cold. So this will be yeah. better. This will be we'll better. We'll be in the warmth of our setup studio. and Yeah. And, but also it's interesting because we've done movies to the podcast now. And that's definitely, we watch it on our own time. Like weeks, not weeks apart, but like a, pretty far apart. But this yeah. is literally a movie we've never seen before, which it was for some of the other ones. But uh, it's a movie never seen before in theaters. Immediate reaction. That's yeah. gonna be pretty exciting. This is the first time we've reacted to something that's releasing in modern times as we speak. W- how are we gonna like logistically like the movie ends, the credits roll, but it's like we don't we, we don't just, like, speak. It's we, gonna like, be tough because we're seeing like it with a, other people. It's like a dead drop, and oh, they're yeah, gonna they, be are talking they gonna be there about with it. us. Are they sitting yeah. next to us or close to us? They're sitting next to us. They got the seats next to us. They're yeah yeah two and two. So they're gonna be talking about it, but we can't say anything. We can't oh. offer our own input. Did we tell them, like, shut the fuck up? No, no, no. They can talk. Okay. But, but. Let them talk. And, but we have to be the silent members of the party. <laughs> okay. Smacked your microphone. Punched it very hard. But the Batman, as a franchise. I'm going to kill the Batman. We need, we need to speak about this. Yeah, definitely. Before we go in. I, can I, you mind if I speak first? Go ahead. My biggest interactions with Batman are definitely, definitely different than yours i think yeah i was raised with batman in my life i watched a little bit of the adam west old old tv show like the 50s you ever watch that no i feel like i've seen one or two of those episodes and also like when the episode of old scooby-doo when batman and robin was in it remember that what that exists that was really cool yeah that it was like really old cartoon so besides that like real watching was definitely um I think I might have watched a little bit of Batman the animated series of Kevin Conroy, which Kevin Conroy is just a legend. Like he is definitely like he a voice actor? Yeah, he's one of the most legendary Batman like he voices the Bruce Wayne. Batman. Yeah. He okay. he voiced it in all Batman the animated series. And my second most influential show was Batman Beyond, or most more than the animated series, was Batman Beyond. Batman Beyond. Which yeah. was just an which amazing you talk, piece you of literature. I never read that in the first episode. Yeah. Oh my god. I love that. I just bought it like this past year uh on Blu-ray, all three seasons. But in that show it's actually cool because it takes place 
like 2099, like in the future, sometime in the future, 2020 almost, I think. And um, Bruce Wayne's like an old, old man in that show. And it's actually right. still voiced by Kevin Conroy. Wow. It was really interesting when that, pro- when that project was starting. They were like, hey, Kevin, <clears throat> we're going to have you come back um, to do this new Batman show, but you're not going to play Batman. And he was like, so who does what? he voice in Batman Beyond? Well, he plays Bruce Wayne, but the who is Batman is Terry McGinnis, who's a kid. Oh, they have he, different voice actors. No, like it's a new character. Oh, 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 okay. So Bruce Wayne is the mentor to this new guy being Batman. Oh, that's kind of weird. Yeah. But maybe that uh, could be it's, cool. We, you and I need to watch it together, maybe for the podcast, maybe for per- personal viewing, but great, great, great movie. So in that, I have a lot of information from that. So that, the original that was your first series. introduction to Batman as a IP. Yeah, my first major introduction. And then there was like the Cartoon Network show, The Brave so and the did Bold. You, did you ever read the comics? No. See, comics always scare me, Hayden, yeah, because I don't know where to start. I'm not a comic guy. Like, there's like... For a single storyline, there's like 500 issues and they cost like two bucks at a random thrift shop. Like how, you, as a consumer, do you read comic books? I they've tried, been going for the 40s. I tried to start reading the Walking Dead comics on well, like that's more manageable. downloadable PDFs. I feel like that's more manageable because it's like really yeah. pretty recent. I made it through like the first couple issues and then I was like, I can't do this. Because a comic book is just pictures and words. It's just, I think it's cool, but... I don't know. I think it's hard to read. I'd rather read a novel. Yeah, it's hard to get. It's hard to. It's more visually appealing than, like, than textually appealing. I, I, if I'm in, into something like that, I want the text. Because movies, or, or are, I want like an animation. Like, yeah. Because comics are just animation without the movement. So you have to do it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like with the movie, even though it's a huge visual thing, it's pretty. If I want like a supplement to a movie, I'm probably gonna be a book. You know. Right. right. With, which has a bunch of words and really deep thoughts. Where I feel like a comic book, they can only fit so many words in each page. You know? Yeah, they. Yeah, uh, uh, we digress. But so I had a little bit of the animated series. Kevin Conroy is like '90s. Batman Beyond, which was like '90s. There was a Brave and the Bold on Cartoon Network. Right. That was a big thing. Um, the Injustice video game. Injustice. Video game. I was gonna mention that. Yeah. That was that was fantastic. Yeah, I had seen the bat the um the Batman. I don't know when this came out. The Tim Burton one, with yeah. Michael Keaton plays Batman and yeah. and Jack Nicholson was the Joker in that one. Yeah, that was that like was Batman. It was just called Correct. Batman. Just Batman. It was. My dad showed me that. When that was, I was like one like, of the first live action ones beside Adam West. Yeah. Right? Besides yeah. that really cheesy old one. Yeah. And even that one's pretty freaking cheesy. Mm-hmm. And then, but then you know, Christopher Nolan, The Dark Knight trilogy. That's when Batman became a legitimate. Yeah, because before they had George Clooney with nipples and Arnold Schwarzenegger right. with the ice gun. So I think Jim Carrey as the Riddler. I think we can credit Christopher Nolan about for making Batman a legitimate a, brand, something that people take seriously. Because I besides Batfleck, which we'll talk about maybe a little bit, but like you know, Christopher Nolan's films were like the last legit Batman films. Well, not only he was he was already an established director at that point. Yeah. So just for his name being attached to the project, it Huge. already makes people like their when eyes. The, when did um. When did the first movie come out? You know? 2006? And it was Dark Knight 08? Yeah. I, I don't know. Could be wrong. Dark Knight was definitely 08. Yeah. Could be wrong about Batman Begins. But I feel like at that point in time, from what I've heard from either other news sources or just read, is like comic book movies were still kind of a joke back then. Yeah, they weren't taken seriously. And I think that, like I said, I think you can credit Nolan for making that something. That, that and I will say Spider-Man 2002 Spider-Man, and 3, whatever. Yeah, that, but I feel that like was even like then really it had legit. a pretty like younger audience, those movies. I mean, yeah. nowadays, oh, yeah, it was definitely like still kids. Like Batman was like a mature, comic right, book right. Movie. Well, because well, this is something I was going to mention, but yeah. Batman 
Batman has always appealed to me as a comic book character because he's, I think, I would, I'd argue he's the most grounded comic book oh, character. Oh, definitely. He doesn't he's, have powers. He's just a, a man who physically trained. He's a trained. vigilante. Yeah, he's a detective. He's a world's so that, detective. And that, that lends itself to the films taken more seriously because the films, the, the thematic it's elements. Believable. The thematic elements of a Batman movie are always, uh, you know, good versus evil, crime, um, you know, in like especially the case of the Dark Knight, which I fully, I just saw this week. Yeah. Fully believe we should do our own its own episode, but yeah, the Dark Knight is not a bat. I don't even consider it a Batman it's a crime movie. movie. It's a movie about the fall of a person. Yeah, because like Batman has to struggle with, you know, people he loves getting hurt, doing the right and, thing yeah. while at the expense of other people's lives, and he has a he has a an internal conflict over brilliantly that. set up. And the Joker is the is the the exact antithesis to Batman because he, he he wants to push Batman to make decisions that he can't make as a person. Yeah, chaos, anarchy, all that. That's why the Joker's such a great villain. But this movie has the Riddler, which I'm stoked to see. Because to me, I'm I'm from what I've seen so far, not from spoilers or anything, just like you know shots and actors interviews. Is like who's the guy who plays it? Paul something? I don't know. I don't know. I think his name is Paul. Um, the actor who plays the Riddler. He said like he read up like a bunch of serial killers and shit. Like he like researched. So yeah, and which movie. is cool. And like he had like trouble sleeping sometimes. Like he like he had, he, had, he said he had to do his serial killer reading in coffee shops yeah. to not go like crazy reading. He's gonna he to, like this is gonna. I'm I'm I think I hope it's very dark, which yeah. I've heard it is. Yeah, I've heard people say that like it, they were surprised it wasn't it didn't get an R rating, which I think I think the perfect place a piece of media can be put is pushing boundaries. Right, and if it's pushing the PG thirteen boundary, then great because i think you can still accomplish something that you could accomplish in a somewhat tame radar movie in a pg-13 by broadening that audience and really taking it like really pushing i feel like that's the sweet spot to be in sometimes because like so because some radar movies can be just over top funny desensitized gore right like like, deadpool kind of thing yeah which i actually think i view that as a comedy it's not it's a it's a it's very obvious action movie in a PG-13 movie where they maybe can't show as much, they can make it much more gruesome and like, not gruesome, as like foreboding and dark, you know? Like, right, The so, Dark Knight's PG-13. Yeah, and that was, and it, I it's very, say, it's very like, it's it, like if a child watched that film, they'd be they, messed would, up. they would walk out feeling uh, conf- like uh, disturbed. Yeah, I just feel like, I just, you know, I know we're going to probably do our own episode on this as well, but I just feel like it accomplished so much as just, I was surprised with the shit they were doing. Yeah. Like, you know, like the Joker in the plot, just some of the things the, he the did was just fantastic. The scene that strikes to me is the the handheld videos where he's like has. Oh, the, those are really really. Those good. come off as very serial killerish. They feel very real. He always licks his lips when he talks. He, it's right. just it's. I definitely will say, um, Joker stole the show in every single. Yeah, that's scene. why he got the Oscar for yeah. it. I mean, it's amazing. Christian Bale, a good Batman though. Yeah, but I am anticipating Robert Pattinson to be a better Batman. I I think it's possible. I think Christian Bale. Christian Bale was a good... He was a good Bruce Wayne. I think he was a good Batman. Okay, everyone hates the voice. It's just the voice for me. I'm I, sorry, I Hayden. Think it's, it's good. I, I, from just, it's, you can, I think it's realistic because if, if you were actually wearing that suit, the you know when you wear those like face goggles as a kid yeah. and they like pinch off your nose? Yeah. That's why he sounds nasally because the, the bat mask is pinching his nose shut. So yeah. just, and also, I think it's a manual because some iterations of Batman have like a voice mod, like Bat Bat Batfleck. Right, because he doesn't he, want he people to a, know his identity. He had a voice modulator in a suit, but but you know, I don't know. So what Christian Bale is just doing it like manually. Yeah, that's very much manual. Oh, Lord, not, yeah, yeah. I don't Rachel. know. I don't hate it. I don't <laughs> hate not, it. It just it took me out a little bit, but it it was fine. I got over it. I, I think it would be. I think people would like it even less if it was just Christian Bale's voice normally. So I, yeah, and it's hard because like you know, still my most 
listened to voice of Bruce Wayne was Kevin Conroy. And he just kind of talks like a badass when he's Batman. See, that's interesting. He doesn't modulate his voice. We each just, have different images of Batman. And that's what makes it so cool. When I think Hayden. of Batman, I think of Bruce, I mean, Christian Bale instantly. Yeah. I think more of... The I, animated ones. Yeah, the animated ones, which Terry McGinnis, but like the, Bruce Wayne, I think of Kevin Conroy's voice. And, you know, I just started playing the, the Arkham games, Arkham series. I have played Arkham Origins. I'm playing Arkham Asylum right now. Who, uh, Henry, uh, Mark Hamill. Oh my he's God. He's a good Joker. He's fantastic Joker. I like he's that He's who Joker. I think about. He was... No, in, Heath Ledger for me. Oh yeah, okay, well, me just now seeing Dark Knight. You but go like, straight to Mark Hamill? I guess you hadn't seen Dark Knight. Yeah, I hadn't seen Dark Knight, so I haven't really had a legitimate... Besides Joaquin Phoenix, that's separated, but like, because just his voice, because Mark Hamill he and sounds Heath Ledger play very different Jokers. Heath Ledger is like a He's a more of a normal a person. person. He's putting on makeup, but like, he, Mark Hamill sounds like a guy who's been chemically fucked up and it's just right, like, right, he's right, just, right. he has a crazy clown he hair. and the, manic. He's very like uh, flamboyant. Right. Oh, and his laugh, you know, in Batman Beyond, um, not is so Mark much of a Hamill spoiler. in the animated ones too? Yes. He's in most of the animated ones. Okay. Almost cool. all of them. He's in The Killing Joke, which I have on DVD hidden, which we need to watch. Okay. Because that's a very, very that's major a, that's piece a, of Batman That's film. an important part to Batman canon. Um, but in Batman Beyond, there was three seasons of the show, and then they canceled it, which was sad. But they made a movie post-mortem, like, after the fact. Right. kind of tied things together. And the Joker was in that movie. He was voiced by Mark Hamill, and it was just great. Because it was, like, yeah. the old Bruce Wayne against... Uh, See, but, yeah. The thing about Batman, to me, that I think it makes gets me excited every time is there's so much you can do with it. Yeah. Because Batman, the, the character, is just a vessel to reach other themes like yes. like in like you had the joker and the interaction between batman and the joker was the whole conflict of the movie between good or chaos and order yeah batman wants order yeah the joker wants to create chaos and i think it's also so interesting with the batman conflict where you know i excuse me i watched dark knight i've maybe i've seen dark knight rises like a little bit here and there like on off scenes my main experience is just the dark knight but so much of the conflict is just that he's like done being batman it feels like a final movie he's yeah. like you know, um, well, because he knows he's causing, Harvey is going to be like, he's going to be the savior of the city. I'm yeah, going to yeah. put the suit up. You know, I'm going to do the right thing. And that's another and, like, conflict. And, and it's just, it's so well done. It's, fact, like, it's just, it's believable. He's like, I can't do this forever. Like you vigilantism know? versus lawless. I mean, law, like law abiding punishment. Because like, at the end of the day, Bruce Wayne, he wants the city to get better. And if Harvey could do it in a legal, better, moral way, then why right, not? Exactly. You know? But then, but then the Joker breaks Harvey down. That's just so well done. And I'm pretty sure the Killing Joke was where they took the most of the inspiration for that film. Really, but yeah. um, I it? also love how every time he tells the story about how he got the scars is different. Yeah, that's a good detail. It's amazing. There's, I, we'll I'm get trying to, to resist because yeah. I want to do a full episode. We will. Uh, Heath Ledger, one of the greatest performances that anyone has ever seen in film. That Joker performance, and may he rest in peace. Yeah, but he, definitely. He did win the post posthumous Oscar for it. So, yeah. so he got the credit that he deserved. But um. What I was going to say is I'm I'm excited to see how the Riddler introduces conflict. Is it going to be similar to how to what the Joker did? Or, yeah. Or um, it, have you what's your previous experience with Riddler? Cuz for me None whatsoever. I know him in the games that he was like in the games. Yeah, Enigma, Edward, Edward Edward Enigma. Enigma. For me I know him from the 5 seasons of Gotham television show. See, yeah, like Gotham I, was amazing, but that show was about James Gordon. But this is like a serious Riddler, like yeah, a serial killer. And, and, in the TV show, he was cool because it was more of like a constrained person, but like, like green, the, like a green suit and a top hat. And by stuff. the end, he got pretty outraged. Like the last like right. episode of Gotham was like kind of you know for fun or whatever. But like he was a, he was a huge part in that show, but more Edward Nigma. He wasn't as much like Riddler, but even then he was a bit. He could be a bit more like 
lacks day school. But this guy seems. I just love his outfit. Talk about that. Like all the shots. The yeah, he like, looks just like he, he wrapped his head in like tinfoil or whatever, like terrifying. like paper or whatever. It's just so. And the the scene that they showed in the first trailer, every trailer since then of him getting arrested in the coffee. Right. Thing, it's it's so the thing the thing about batman is even when the when they have these like wacky villains like the joker you could like this stuff has happened like jack the ripper like like serial killers get these aliases yeah and you and you can believe it like this this guy could be dubbed the riddler because he he's playing these serial killing games with people or like you know, this guy dresses up in clown makeup, so everyone calls him the Joker. Yeah, it's just it, it's you feels, take a grounded hero against mentally you know broken people and deranged killers. It's just it it seems more palatable than other comic book movies. Yeah, could offer. and I've always I'm always I've I've been an anti superhero, not an anti superhero guy, but I tend to think that superhero movies come off as very uh, carnivalish. Yeah, but the Batman has always been one that stood out to me as like there's substance to this. Yeah, even though obviously no one would ever go out in the streets in a bat costume and fight people, that I can ignore that part because it's it, it's more about the themes of good versus evil, yeah. vigilantism versus uh, civil order and and things like that. Yeah, I, I just think Bruce Wayne is such an interesting character. He's such right. a multi layered protagonist. Double, he has the double life double thing life going on. And his, childhood being raised by like you know Ra's al Ghul was, was, was is it do you pronounce it Raish or Rosh I've heard about like Ra's al Ghul Ra's al Ghul Ra's I've said it because he was in Batman Begins right right Liam Neeson did they like raise him kind of like train he like him? trained him that's kind of like his lore is like he got like you know trained by League of Assassins or whatever with Ra's al Ghul but like it's just he's such a cool character and I, like, don't, I don't know okay so real quick here we should talk we should, we should talk, talk about Ben Affleck I think just real briefly. Quick. Yeah. He's the last. It's terrible. The most recent <laughs> form of Batman we had. He was first introduced in Batman versus Superman. That was bad. Which I think the armor he wears in like that movie. And the, the reason is just it ridiculous. failed is because of exactly what we're saying. They they made Batman not grounded. They yeah, made him have. They made him have super high tech. Batman is a person. He's a person with high intelligence. He's a trained martial artist. He's have high tech, but not like the whole. Yeah, I mean, like suit. Lucius, and yeah. he has like yeah. high tech yeah, in that yeah. movie, but it feels it feels believable. Mm-hmm. The robot suit. I mean, like, it's just like, it was really why? bad. I actually liked Jesse Eisenberg in that movie. Yeah, as, I thought Jesse Eisenberg was Lucer. cool. That was the thing everyone hated, but no, I liked him. I, and I, I'm a fan. I of, thought I thought Batman, or I don't know. I don't think you've seen Snyder Cut, have you? No, no. I thought that was really good, and you know, Batman wasn't amazing in it, but it was still cool. But like, I just think that. They were really grasping for straws, and the fact that he never got a solo movie solidifies the point that like they had no admission I, for this character because like them not making that was this a is like great the choice. first Batman character we've had who hasn't had his own movie, you know, yeah, live exactly. action Batman version that ever had a Batman movie starring Ben Affleck. It and, was and I think Superman and it was Justice League. I saw something on Snapchat of people saying like the new Batman movie, why? Like we don't need it, but I'd argue that you, we do. We do need it. We have like we don't like with Spider Man. No one, everyone <laughs> liked Tobey Maguire pretty much. Uh, I think a decent bit of people like Andrew Garfield more contested and then Tom Holland people like so like you could argue we don't need another Spider-Man we definitely don't I think you could argue that more than this yeah, I think Batman, the, ba- the Batman can be, can be reinvented endlessly because yes. no matter who you cast in the role as long as you don't make the film you know like an like an IP battle of like who's the better Batman as long as yeah. you, you make the film about something that has substance and then then it's fine and I think what I hope doesn't happen is that this gets a crossover with Joaquin Phoenix, but I think it's I, likely. I, I, no, I, I mean, I've seen interviews where it's like, do you want to do like this? Because like, it's a DC EU movie or like in a universe. Is like, and um, Matt the direct Matt Reeves like was like, hell, it's even difficult to get this movie out and maybe even a sequel in like its own universe. We have no thoughts or ambitions. I have no desire to connect this with anything else. It's definitely okay. going to be its own thing. He's very firm about like, 
maybe there maybe will be a sequel but it's definitely gonna be very contained not trying to like cross over shit i think we right, need, right, i think right. we need more individual stories because what people remember is individual stories not crazy crossover stuff like dark knight is one of three movie that just stands up by itself which was great yeah you don't need to have you know um superman being it although you know you could argue that marvel's success but that's i think it's a very different tone i think it's batman fits yeah because even in justice league adaptations batman's a loner He's by himself. He's strong. Like he, well, like he, the he, city he's like of untrusting. He's very much grounded in his own thing, you know. So I don't think you need to be a crazy uh, crossover affair. He feels like he's in his own world, and I think that um, to to the earlier point I was making that Batman could be reinvented endlessly because you can always have new iterations of Gotham. You can have new conflicts in Gotham, and and it, and it doesn't have to feel like there's other things. Like when you're watching a Batman movie, you don't you don't feel like oh Krypton also exists in this universe and Superman somewhere. Like, you feel like this is a real city, there's this one guy, there's no superheroes. Because, like, when you watch a Marvel film, you just, I just get the sense of, like, these civilians just know that these superheroes exist. And they could kill them. And they just keep going about their day. Like, that's not, that they're would never pawns. happen in real yeah. life. They're just little, like, toy pieces. The, like, world, the world would fall apart if something like Superman was real. Yeah, I mean, I, and the reason is, is it's like whenever the um the Mayans and the Incans and the Aztecs thought the Europeans were gods, yeah. it would be a similar effect. Yeah. We as humans cannot comprehend a flying laser uh, shooting human invincible be- human yeah. being no way it would it would society would collapse yeah and it, and that and so we're about to have to go because the movie's about to start but i want to want to before we go the thing we're most excited for you go first the thing i'm most excited for is to see how this movie handles interaction between bruce wayne and batman double life concept with rob pattinson and his interactions uh, with joker i mean it. um fuck riddler yeah, definitely Riddler. I'm, I, I'm excited to see how that works because he looks like a great Bruce Wayne so far. What's I'm most excited, excited to see the Riddler. Plan, yeah. Point blank. Yeah. I've never seen a cool Riddler and I think this is going to be really sick. Yeah. And when we come back, we're going to give you immediate uh, un, unbridled reactions to the movie. We're not going to discuss it whatsoever. Um, so we'll see you guys when we get back. Yep. Boom, 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 boom. And we, <laughs> yeah, we're back. Are back. We have just seen the Batman. It's three hours past midnight, our time. It is exactly two fifty nine. Aren't you cool, man? A.M. Yeah, A.M. We started this podcast in the P.M.s. We have just driven back from the cinema, seeing the Batman. The Batman. And we have not spoken about it whatsoever. We we saw it with some friends, and they were saying some choice words, and we, we had to restrain ourselves. It was it was a lesson in modesty and it was a humility. Discipline. It was discipline. Yeah, it was discipline at its finest. How would you define discipline? Because I learned this in my psych class. What, what would you define discipline as? Mental strength and self. Uh, well, like discipline, like discipline a child. Uh, restriction. Discipline can be good or bad behavior. It's just shaping the behavior. It comes from like oh, disciple. Okay. okay. So like like you know, you can have discipline that's like a good thing, like to model behavior. Like you want more of this behavior. It doesn't have to be bad punishment all the time. Anyway, so we saw the Batman. Correct. We did. ended just about a half an hour ago. We drove back, and yeah, uh, general impressions. Hayden, go. Um. Okay. Let me start with this. Okay. For those of you, by the way, there's going to be a lot of spoilers. Yes, in this. big, huge, massive so, spoiler warning. If you don't want 
spoilers this movie probably should stop listening to this podcast if you haven't seen this yet and or if you value the not having this movie spoiled click away and come back i think you should value not spoilers i think spoilers are bad especially for this movie so please if you care about that this is your point to stop listening to this episode i okay so yeah go ahead my immediate impression of this movie is that it was um mid which i said in the theater that was yeah. the only thing i said right and what i mean by mid is that it did not meet my expectations but it did surprise me in some ways okay that's fair i so if if, if you've seen this movie and and the thing that it's getting compared to is the dark knight which makes sense because that's the uh, it's like the, the recent Batman, movie. Batman adaptation right it is in no way as good as The Dark Knight. I'm just going to put that out there. In my opinion, this does not come close in terms of narrative storytelling. In terms of visuals, maybe you have an argument. Uh, the Dark Knight stands still as the superior Batman film. I just want to say that. I think that's fair. I know it's a bold claim, but I just want to get it out there. I think yeah, people get like to get... I think people would like to get wrapped up in the hype and like to make bold claims. This happened with Endgame. It happens. And then once, you know, they calm down and they think about it, you realize. So, so, was I, right. so I'm just going to say right now, I don't think this, this, this beats the Dark Knight in any way. So my general impressions of this movie were that I, I, was, I was pleasantly surprised by a lot of choices they did. Um, I will say this movie's strength was not its narrative, but was instead... Filming and directing and cinematography. I agree. I was going to say that. I think a lot of the scenes were just placed really well. Then the camera work was phenomenal. And, and that's I think the action sequences were great. I think costuming, set pieces. Just like one main point that just I think would be a good point to start with is just the atmosphere of this movie was nonstop. Yeah. It was just perfect. I didn't have very, one. St- very. St- I didn't have one break of like suspense of belief of reality of like, oh, this is a modern movie. I mean, it's kind of like it's modern. I mean, more like it's not like I'm like, oh, now I'm in like a bright, colorful like diner or something. Like, right. it was just gloomy and dark, was dark and you know rainy and moody the entire time. And I applaud that that this movie was able to accomplish that because so many modern DC, mo- superhero movies, DC or not, you know, a lot of people say struggle. DC is like edgy. They're cool, which I think you know they're cool in a lot of things, but like a lot of their movies really break tone a lot. And this movie just, I don't think it really did. Well, it breaks tone in a bad way. Cause like this movie had some subtle jokes in it. Yeah. A little bit, but and, I, so, did, and so did something like the dark Knight. Yeah. And I don't but, think it's that bad. But, but so I think what you're saying is a lot of movies break tone in a way that it takes away from the overall atmosphere of the movie. And this is, I don't think it really did at all. No, I agree. I think, I think that the, that the strongest uh, part of this movie was the cinematography and Matt Reeves direction and the tone, like you said. Yeah. And I think another thing that contributes to the atmosphere, and I was talking about like cinematography, was that, did you notice the heavy use of blur in this movie? Yeah. Like a the, lot of like depth of focus, field and like FOV, de- like you're only like the center, 80% of the screen was in focus. Like, like everything that, was blurred. Like that one promotional shot of him standing on top of the building and he's blurred, but the city's in focus. Yeah. There's a lot such of, a lot of odd use. choices to, to have Batman blurred. Yeah, which was or like to have the what you would normally think would be the central point of focus of the shot to be blurred. Right. And that was interesting. Yeah. I um I, the biggest thing that stood out to me was like blurring was one of the scenes. I think it was when uh the Riddler was in the car he, with, with the DA attached to the bomb. Yeah, it was completely I that blurred. Too, yeah. And I think part of that is a way to ease the rating for violence. Right. Which is in a clever way, but also I think it's just so interesting that 
that's like a complete action shot that's in not focus at all. That doesn't happen very no, often. That, and that I think was, it's very that interesting. That was avant-garde. Yeah, it like brings you out of it. Not brings you out of it, but it's like, whoa. You know, like you don't it expect it. It takes you aback. It's cool. And another, like another, there's a lot of other scenes like when he's walking out like the precinct or whatever, like just like, you know, you see when I'm drawing my hands, like the, yeah. the outer like circular corners of the frame are just not in focus. No. They're just blurred, which I think is so cool. It's like, it was an ex- it's mysterious. It was an artistic like, choice. Yeah. And you I, could I, tell I don't that, like it. You could tell that Matt Reeves had a vision for the, how this movie should look. Yeah, and and that and that was a strong point. Um, and and Robert Pattinson's performance uh, contributed to that as well. Yes, he was he he was, he was an actor. Extremely, he was extremely somber the whole movie. I love the first like twenty minutes of this movie when you just see him and like. For besides like the action sequence we'll get to in a little bit like just how amazing that was choreographed and how it looked like when they're uh, at the first crime scene investigation he's just he's a loner he's an outcast this is exactly how batman should be cast he's not yeah, like this he, happy-go-lucky like talking to the cops batman or whatever he's just he's a, he's a freak you know he, and he, christian bale did a good job with this yeah too. he's just he's out of it he's you know he's he's been he's an orphan he's been through a lot of shit and he's an outcast and a loner, and he's trying to do what he can do. And so, like, he's just sitting there, like, "Oh, excuse me," like he's just sitting there all menacingly. And like, the way he towered over them, yeah, he was just—he was very his like presence cool. was felt. Yeah, I feel like like and that that a lot of the times when they would sh- uh, show the shots of his boots. That, oh yeah, his boots were great. They had a lot of boot shots. His his that whole, helped solidify the, him. The Batman costume just like. This just dwarfs looked, like Ben it Affleck. Looked very good. Like you talk about Ben Affleck's Batman costume. The, like the the very sharp, pointy ears yeah, on Robert. Like Pattinson's. the combat boots and like the the metallic bat thing and like his right. just like his armaments, like his gauntlets with like little little whatever. Although like, I could not help but think like none of the like like I mean I know it's an action movie like a minion bad guys die but like. How, none of them thought to just sh- like shoot him in the the skin part of his face. Well, where the, he the, would the die. end, the shotgun guy was gonna do. He it. was going to, but like, there's no way he takes a stray bullet to the face. Like, yeah, this, this was the, something I was gonna get to later. But like, the bullet to the face would is instant kill. This was one of those movies where I was th- suspension of belief of the bullets. Yeah, like what you said, there was no suspension. But like, usually I don't get taken out by things like that. But this 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 movie had a lot of action scenes where Robert Pattinson was like just whirling it. through like gunshots left and right and like i just can't help but think they can't be that stupid but to think to aim at the skin i, I think at some point it, it's not just stupidity it's you know and, and this is a bit of a reach to just try to defend a little bit of your suspension of belief, disbelief but like you know you're you're in the moment you're panicked and you're just you're just firing and hoping right i i, right. I don't think and all I, the time that a bad guy would have the mental clarity to no be like, i'm i'm definitely let's take the shot to the head I'm definitely nitpicking and, and, and it's a valid excuse i'm just saying that but could did, be an explanation but i why. did think about it yeah no i i definitely about that too and while we're in general overthought because i do want to go through some plot and structural like sequential things i'm thinking about some things now but i'll i'll go to my big negative of the film which is the relationship between yeah. Batman and Selena Kyle. Horrible. Love it so Kravitz. I was every time that, that it just got every time I was on the screen, like the theme played and it was just so like drawn it. out. And I, I just she was fine like by herself. So but she had some that. quips and then just like their 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 romance was so forced and awkward. It was like, and, the, it was like they had to do it. And it was just like they'd be doing stuff and then they'd be like doo-dee-doo-dee-doo and then play music yeah. and then it'd be like Hey, like, what? Who are you under that mask or whatever? And it's who like, are you? You gotta help me. You or know? like when she would call yeah. baby. That yeah. was so fucking. We got to get these dick bags. I was like, oh, really? It's just like it, it just—he was so great. It really, when he's dis- acting by it really himself. disappointed me. Yeah, because I, 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 I had higher hopes for their romance. I, I would, I would have hoped your husband would have been more generous. Yeah, exactly. I literally was like, I'm like, 
like I was like cringing, like why are they doing yeah. this? Like it, it felt it like, like they, the, the balcony they scene had to get, at like, the, the end teen and stuff romance too. in it there. Yeah, it, the whole like, time I saw that, I was thinking like sex sells. And like they have it, to sell it sucks so much because this movie it, it, for like the first act it was so it, it really was elevated like yeah. I was like wow I'm watching like highbrow film and then that it just kind of drove a bit I, I was like their relationship really... and like the whole Falcon like going to the bar when she like okay so my question for you another kind of negative scene was that when she's like talking to Falcon about her missing Russian friend or whatever and like she pulls out a pistol and is aiming at him and she fires so so my question is that she has a gun right selena kyle catwoman has a gun right pointed at falcone and the other lackey with him right neither of them are moving he's not fighting back always i think it's off camera but you you hear and see a trigger pull yeah so so what happened must have been a continuity error i i did notice another continuity error it was in one of the scenes when catwoman was fighting and then for like a split second shot she was in full costume and then the next scene she had no she didn't have her costume on oh really that was strange. I don't know if that was intentional or like, mm-hmm. did you not notice that? I did not notice that, no. And maybe but, some of you, if you saw this movie, noticed that, but it really was, it was weird, but that's nitpicky. I mean, I mean my thing too happens. is that like, I get missing gunshots in the mist of, mist of combat, um, but it's, it's also just like, you have a, a open shot. He's not moving. You shouldn't miss. No, yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, I don't know, and then it kind of, that, that whole fight scene, besides Batman's choreography, because he's unarmed, of course, just turned into bad cop with a pistol action scene, like, yeah, around yeah. the corner, ba 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 oh, you dodged, fight, ba 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 you know, it's just, it was just kind of, yeah, I felt it was, that it was low, low effort fight scene on Selena Kyle's part. He did you get beat up a couple times, he did get, he did take some yeah, punches, yeah, and right, oh, right. I will say one thing, let's go, I want to go to a positive real quick. Um, well, I was, I was thinking we'd get all the negatives out the way, and then just, go on the yeah, okay uh other negatives i had besides the romance the romance was really really okay, so, i think we glossed uh, I, over that yeah it was really bad it was just every scene they were talking in a romantic scene. there was nothing like the theme good about play, it. the bat and the cat theme i think whatever the kisses were played. the kisses horrible. were weird and forced and when he was like dead like he's on the ground and she like kissed him and then he like woke up i want to talk about the scene that's minutes after that scene when he gets back up and fights so it's a pretty desperate situation, you know. They're in this is like the climax of the movie. I mean, like the third act. Like they're really, really going for it, right? Right. They're on like that skylight, and the thing starts flooding, flooding, like for real. Yeah, yeah. And there's like an electrical wire or pole dangling, right? And it's like dangling, and it's like electricity. My first thought was like, oh no, all these people were in water. So that so, electric pole it, yeah, falls. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's gonna electrocute and kill everybody. So Batman jumps Cuts on it. the wire. Pulls out his batarang, which he almost never used. I, slices it, falls in the water. Like it's just like a fire goes out. It's just. Psh. I guess. I guess maybe the current, the electrical current, was cut off or something. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But my, yeah, but all, it's just it would from because, a, for very he, first viewing, it was confusing to me. I was like, what's going on? The, I guess he didn't want the thing to hit the water while the current was still connected. Yeah, because it was like flipping around. I guess I didn't think about that. And and then you know, like, and he sits there, and it's like, boom, like he's kind of like, oh, he's like messed up, like the lights and the. The but music then he just, he just out, comes out of the water and he's like, oh, and he gets out of the water and he has a flare and it's the flare scene. No, um, the scene that the, the, the thing that made no sense to me, like maybe five minutes before that happens when he gets shotgun blasted in the chest. Like, did it go through his armor? Or is it that, just like really fucked him. Is up. that why he was so or did it just like the impact? It, it, a little bit of both. Probably all the pellets and the impact in close range. It's <laughs> like, you know, when you have a bulletproof vest, even if it's small arms, it's it still, still hurts a lot. It can break. Yeah. So it probably just really hit him. And you notice 
it was really interesting. It never talked about it. They like tried to hide it. It's like they never mentioned it again. It was like, hey, I just got fucked up. Unscrew a Gatorade cap on my leg, pull out a green vial out of my suit, yeah. jam it in a little like EpiPen so hole, that was just and like now I have end, adrenaline. That was just like the end of Logan. Yeah. <laughs> you remember when he took the green syringe yeah, yeah, and then yeah. he like goes rampage? So just what was that? It almost looked like Bane serum or something. I just feel like they, I, they wrote themselves into a corner. They're, they're like, like, okay, how is so Batman going to get out of this one? Like morphine or something like why did he even need to do that like it was one guy and like gordon was there and like what and he just started beating up like hey stop it and and i thought he was gonna kill him which would have been a cool moment if like for once batman accidentally broke his rule yeah that would have been cool but no he lives it's interesting because it's not even the fact that i don't believe the like the shot of adrenaline or morphine it's that he had like a little cap on his body he was ready to do it like he has a port (laughs) like a usb port it felt like it felt like the the infinite gadget like he just has something for every moment. It's like yeah. I just don't understand why you design your armor with that specific epipen. Maybe slot, for that right? like last resort. I to... guess, but like, what if like that part gets compromised or blown up? Why can't it just go through your arm? I don't oh, know. Oh, you're saying there was like a little hole where yeah. You, like, okay, so like it look open. at me in real life. So it look you know like the Gatorade caps. It was like a little like capsule. Yeah. Like just flew, on like, his arm that you never open. saw before that scene. Somehow it was there. Maybe I never noticed it. He unscrews it. There's a depression and then a hole, like a needle yeah, hole in the middle. And he, it fits right in a little slot, like a little perfect plug. And then he like, he's like, and he's like oh, whoa, 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 I'm strong now. And he just like beat that guy up. Yeah. That was kind of cheesy. And I, I think this movie's greatest suffering is the ending. I think that the last the, really action sequence has had the most. Didn't hate that. Had I the think most this movie's greatest things. suffering were the relationships between the characters. Well, re- yeah, relationship. Definitely. I just didn't buy anything. I didn't buy Gordon and Batman. Alfred. I didn't buy Alfred yeah, and Batman. Yeah, the, the hospital scene. It was so like so, so. If you know, if you're listening, you know, if you've seen the movie, like Alfred's in the hospital. He got he got fucked he got up in like an explosion. He got a bomb, and then he so he's sleeping there. He wakes up. At he's like barely time. awake. And then they have like a 10 minute deep philosophical background of like his entire so, life history. Because so, we just got done with the scene with Batman talking to Falcone. Like, yeah, so I helped your father out. And then, you know, Salvatore Maroni, he got your father killed. And Batman's like, oh no, Maroni. Why am my father being cohorts with Falcone? He's awful, you know? And then 10 minutes later, when Alfred magically wakes up from his coma just to have a really deep intellectual conversation when he's like yeah. half awake, he's like, well, actually. I believe that Falcone got your father killed that same night because so he was just gonna like, go to the why cops. did we went through that and then, and whole yeah, like and then, arc and then, and then it just it and means then nothing. Bruce is like, oh, you're right. Falcone killed my oh, parents. I believe you so, now. So, <laughs> why did we spend that whole time talking? Because I thought the scene talking to Falcone was cool. He was like edgy yeah. and sad. He just got done being Batman. He took off his suit. He was like, what happened to my father? And he's like really broken. It's like a serious. I was like, okay, I, like, I bought it. It made sense. The Mountain yeah. stuff made sense. And then Alfred completely contradicts that. And he's like, you know what? I believe you now. And then at the end, Alfred's like, well, we don't really know what happened, and I've been I every wish day. I could say, yeah, you don't think I wake up every day trying to figure out what happened, or wish I could have protected him, or whatever. And not the actors. Like Andy Serkis was good, Robert Pattinson was good, John Turturro was good. Yeah, it's just like the script was. The script left something to be desired. Yeah, definitely interactions were questionable. And like Robert Robert Pattinson, he's just so good. His his performance was good for what he had, but it came across stale because of the script. Like, In what he, way? He wasn't given an, any real moments to like be emotional as batman and maybe that was intentional maybe I mean, I'm definitely mis- was trying maybe, to be a stoic I'm, he's like really edgy. Yeah, i don't he, care if i die maybe like, i'm yeah maybe the and, nirvana song like, sequence some of, like he had when he has the mask on i noticed that his like his his eye movements were good like he, he would tear he up still showing too. yeah or like uh what was the scene he he his eyes were getting like really wide i thought that was really uh brilliant yeah. i don't remember it was like a reveal yeah and like he learned something yeah 
uh, about probably, his about his probably, fa- probably his about his father, parents or whatever. Yeah. Like the, that, there was some great scenes. I will I will say, do we have any other main negatives? Because I want there's a lot yeah, of positives I, I want to get to. The soundtrack left something to be desired. I I really like the soundtrack, and I think I think I, the main I, I theme is think, amazing. I honestly think the soundtrack was one of the worst things about the movie. I and, disagree wholeheartedly. Well, well, I think we're gonna find more common ground than you think. The okay, main Batman theme was bum, bum, was fantastic. Bum, bum. I thought that was great. I loved that. What, what I'm talking did you not about, like? what I'm talking about, and you already mentioned it, was like the, the just the filler music. Yeah, like there's so yeah, it there's was a lot there was music. so much like classic movie shit where like there's just they why is it a trope in Hollywood where like there always has to be soundtrack? Like I there, yeah, like there for, was some silence when they were in like probably the, ball, like, the club. Probably like eighty percent of this movie there was score. Yeah, it just like doesn't need to be. It's just random strings like. Ta-da. Yeah, it's just shit. It takes me out of it. I that was hate weak. it. And like especially the bat and the cat thing, or just like like that theme. Any moment where there's like supposed to be emotional weight, the movie cannot let the performances deliver it. They have to have some kind of score, and it's really it's a it's a plague to Hollywood. There's an underrated power in silence behind the speaking. It, exactly, and, just, and there's also an underrated in power in in uh, emphasizing certain moments of the score. And if you just have the score playing the whole movie, there's nothing special. Like, how are you going to separate? I mean, you could have like musical motifs, like the Batman thing, but like, I don't know the score. The, the score, besides the like main theme, was kind of shit. I I will say, and I don't think it's going to score as much as like soundtrack. Uh, the the classical Amaria. Amaria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it, was cool. It was cool because the Riddler sings it at the yeah. end. Yeah. Also, something in the way was good. Something in the way was really good. The beginning scene of the motorcycle. That's. When it came in, when it came in, like when he realizes the kid had to like find his dad dying, Mm -hmm. that that was the moment where I was like, oh shit, like like this is this is legit movie. And then it just is so disappointing to me because, like the stuff like the romance thing, it just really like yeah. uh, Anyway, um, I don't think I had much more negatives that I can think. If something comes up, I'll be sure to mention it. I think I think. Did you enjoy the very ending of the film, like the last ten minutes where it's like sequel fodder? Where no. it's like the city is flooded. It's crime. That, I mean, that's cool. Like for example, and in, in the in the TV show Gotham, um, towards one of the last seasons, either there was five seasons, I think. So beginning of season four or something, there was a point where one of the bad guys blew up all the bridges to the town, and this and it flooded. Not flooded, but like no one could get access to the town. So it was like martial law, well, gangs I- taking over things, and like that was cool concept because like at the end of a season, beginning of a season. But that's TV seasons, not movies. I didn't mind the narration. I what I hated was the, the, the narration sequel wasn't fodder. bad. The sequel fodder was sequel just fodder pathetic. Was pretty annoying. It's just like who was that supposed to be the Joker? Yeah, at first thought it was Two Face. Someone I did too because I saw the burn, burn face. But I, I, I mean, looked it, it up. The, the guy who did prosthetics for Penguin did prosthetics for him, and it's so it's the supposed actor to be the Joker. who plays Druig. I don't remember his name. Druig. Yeah, Druig in Eternals. Super. Oh, oh okay, okay, okay. Um, plays this plays that who we believe to be Joker. So. Apparently, there was a big marketing campaign or like a push beginning this movie that he was going to play someone named Officer Merkel. I can look it up. Who is like, like the Joker in disguise? No, it was. Um, it says here Barry uh, Keoghan was played was called to play Gotham City Police Department Officer Stanley Merkel in the Batman. Huh. So there was like there was they purposely filmed footage. Matt Reeves purposely filmed footage of him as like a police officer. Huh to distract from the fact that he's an unnamed um arkham asylum inmate who's believed to be joker with the laugh that just was cheesy i think the laugh was left something to be desired i think those two short and like horn thing left something to be desired i knew it was but i didn't know what joker says like oh you know they're gonna make a clown of you it's like there's worse things you can be i was like clown did they did they did they hint at heath ledger's joker in batman begins i don't remember i have not really i think he came out of nowhere which is the right way to do it 
Yeah. Because now the problem now it's is sequel fodder. Yeah. Now the problem is if this ever becomes like a trilogy or something, you're linking them together too much. The strength of Nolan's trilogy is that all the movies can stand by themselves right. because you didn't have a linking moment. And it's cooler. And that's the problem. And with, we've kind of been like spoiled as not spoiled as in like a good thing, but spoiled as a bad thing of like Marvel movies where like every movie Everything ends leads in. with the next movie. But, but what's like, cool about Dark Knight, which is the only one I've really seen pretty much, is that you start the movie like let's say you didn't watch any promotional images. Doesn't or trailers, matter. You then boom, there's Joker. You're like You're, wow, they set him up well. Yeah. Give him like a 15 minute introduction scene, and now he's here and he's big and is important. And, but and, if, but instead, if they do it this way, now when the Batman two comes, you out, have to have watched. I'm like okay, so. Three years ago, that movie came out. There was Joker. I wonder if he's gonna be in this movie. How right, is it gonna right, work? Right, right, but I already right. have the. I already know. So when he pops up in a reveal, it's not surprising. Well, and in the Dark Knight, it plays to the mystery of the Joker because because the whole thing is it's something that the Dark Knight does so well that I think this movie struggles with is villain villain motive and villain backstory. The Dark Knight reveals the Joker's backstory in a very clever way by not playing it out to you in some flashback or something, but just by through the Joker's. Uh, own monologues and through his mannerisms see the riddler see this is why i, I kind of disagree because i feel like the riddler was done very well i think he's I, probably one of my strongest well, positives to, about this movie i would agree but you have to separate like like the the performance was fantastic the the the, the, the writing the motive the the, the backstory for him the motive makes sense because he wants to get back at like the, yeah yeah, yeah. The, rich the motive people, he wants the, yeah, the he killed the rich. it's stuff. always the gotham the renewal theme. thing and i and i think his you know that i think the motive is clear and then the backstory talked about like how like he was in that photograph and that's true how like he was all fucked over like as I a just, kid thomas wayne promised this and then once he died all that went to shit and I it got just no came across help. as like a big reveal and it was so cringe like the joker like we never know his history but like we can just get this sense because like through his like twisted unreliable backstory explanations and stuff i just wish that the riddler like it felt very like like whiny kid instead of like powerful villain well, okay, so that's that's a strength for me, and I want to talk about something here that I thought the entire movie is that I feel like some people in a theater maybe laugh at certain things when he was like screaming and making weird noises, yeah, and like I didn't like. I, I loved it, Hayden, because no, 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 it shows I loved it. I didn't a like mentally it. unstable person. So many people think that if you are a mentally unstable villain in a movie, that you have to be like Heath Ledger and be cool and suave right. and kind of more collected. But he was just. He was mentally unstable. He was like a little kid. No, like, I agree. That, that's, that's like a purposeful choice I think they made. No, he's yeah. Like, he's like whining and crying. Like, I want the attention. Though, like Batman starts getting was... to him like, you failed. It's like, no. You know, why didn't it work? I really want it. Yeah. No, it's supposed to all come together. You know, and he, like, or like he laughs. Like, shut up, shut up, shut up. And, like, I was going to well, say. I think that's so well done. I didn't like the people's reaction. I liked that. Oh, okay. I yeah. agree with you. Yeah. I, 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 I think that's because it's just much more realistic to but, show but a person I... who's actually like mentally ill and they'll act in ways you don't think like not like in a movie villain way more like a realistic yeah i think approach. i was gonna talk about that at some point and that's credit to uh i don't know the the guy who played uh the riddler All something i think but uh credit to his performance and you get that sense right from the opening sequence when he uh he, the way he paul dano is his name the way he ran at uh mitchell it was very strange. Oh, the Mitchell it was creepy. Scene, yeah, it, it, and I want to point that a lot. I noticed that so much is that like the noises he made, the noises, and, the, and he's not a strong person. No, he's, he's a weak individual, like strength wise. Yeah, he's you know he's like out of breath a lot. Like and the, the open binocular scenes is so good. That was a really uh, really I don't nice know about intro. Weak, but he's not. He's nowhere near. He's not like Robert Batman, Pattinson. Yeah, because he just runs at him. He's like flailing. He like takes all of his energy to tackle him on the ground and hit him with a thing. You know, it's and yeah. I think that's done well. Is that like. It's so it's much more interesting to me to have a, a psychological villain who's not like 
enhanced with superpowers or super strong or buff. Yeah. Like he's he, all he has his intellect, and that's what he has. Well, and, and he, he Fletcher had do. that too. Like like whenever a good scene in the Dark Knight is whenever uh, the uh, the party fight scene when he yeah. starts throwing his minions at Batman before himself. Yeah. He, he's they're, they're cowards. Yeah. At the end of the day, they're cowards. Yeah. And and the Batman isn't, and that and that's one of the key differences. Also, I'm pretty sure uh, Robert Pattinson killed somebody. Everybody electrocution. No, no, it was near, he, like, near the them. end. He he did shoot a gun. He shot somebody. Yeah. I swear to you. I I think yeah. I think he was, did. was that a continuity error? Because no. like, was this movie or was it trying to be like this? Batman is not afraid to break his rule. I don't because he he he. He like coached Selena like it's not the way to kill. Like him. I swear he took that guy's rifle in mid fight and like shot. Him no, he did. Guy. Yes, yes, I saw that. hundred percent. So like he he's willing to kill somebody. I'm assuming. So maybe for, this Batman for, isn't as strict with his rules. I would say for cop out's sake, there was a non fatal blow. Somehow. Okay. I think Fair. that's because they didn't make it a big deal or anything. No, I think he shot it in a way, a body part or some way. Maybe it's just a write out that it's not fatal blow because I don't because he was against killing people. Right. Because he well he was mainly against guns. <laughs> yeah. I, and I think back to like the beginning scene when they're in Mitchell's apartment and like the lightning flash and they show his goggles. That was amazing. I, well, I think I was pretty pumped with adrenaline in the beginning of the movie. To be I honest. was too. But, I was very excited. But but that was that was done so well because you didn't know if it was Batman's POV or the Riddler or who yeah. at first, and which I, was I, cool. I love how you hear the heavy breathing. You know, I did that before we started the podcast. It was like the <sighs> right, right, because right. it's just he's deranged and then later on in the movie they use the same telescope but, but it's, it's batman right i know which, which was really cool it's motif yeah yeah uh and then also the the boot shots were used a lot like you see the riddler's boots mm-hmm. the the stakes felt pretty like like some of it was like saw like the traps the traps, traps were cool it's pretty messed up like the rat thing like eating his face that was disturbing and, like the bomb neck thing was done well the I, rat thing that that reminded me of a saw movie yeah definitely where they have a thing around their head he was like freaking jigsaw I, yeah it, it that was that was really cool. I think they could have gone harder. I I I think the PG thirteen rating left something to be desired. I know we were talking about it before we saw the movie. Yeah, but sure. I do think the limitations were noticeable. Yeah, I think like so. the severed thumb the, and like or like the when the guy didn't answer all the riddles and he got blown up and it was like so like movie like you see nothing but fire. Yeah, like in, if in reality there would be blood and body parts all over the building. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely. And also, think. okay, let's just talk about that scene because yeah, I there's no way say. Batman just gets out of that unscathed. He, he was, was he was right inches there. from the explode. It was face, more it was more face of like a, in the explosion. It was like more of a kinetic explosion than like a explosive. There fire. was just a lot it of was, fire though. He would have I mean, he would yeah, have had third degree burns on his face. It showed fire, but it treated it as like a concussion, like just like a concussive blast. Yeah, and and I'm being nitpicky with this stuff, but no, like I, it makes sense. I'm just saying it because during my theater experience, I was thinking why like that makes no sense yeah another interesting point i want to bring up that kind of brought me out of it not brought me out of it because i said you know but when the the scene that they showed before that they showed in the movie that the the funeral scene with the car driving up was done really well i thought it was really cool you know with the like the phone on the hand and like that was really awesome and then like oh it's mom i'm gonna everyone out and then we cut and then it's nighttime and they're just chilling in there oh they probably were waiting to get everyone evacuated i guess but I would assume if you're the Riddler, I guess because he's more methodical than yes, mass I murder. Yes, I want to mention this. I, I would assume he just would want to inflict maximum casualties and he would blow up within like 30 seconds. The Riddler's plan overall made a hell of a lot less sense than Heath Ledger's Joker's plan. Like, what are the chances 
he is at the window at the exact time that he knew that Batman would bring the guy right under the light, the lamppost so that he could shoot him right there at that exact time. He would not know that. No, yeah. I mean, he's like Megamind. He's he would just super not, smart. He would just not know when that would happen, he definitely, though. Well, he would just be it sitting there all day. It was an arbitrary time. It's his apartment. Oh, so you're just saying he was staking it out all yeah, day. Yeah, that's that. Okay, he found all this enough. shit there. That was his fair apartment. Enough. And so, but the other thing is like, like with like what you're saying, like is he just ringing the phone all day until he's until the they phone pick rings up? until they answer it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one one critique I just remembered is that <clears throat> it was interesting how they did the notes, which I like. It's a cool concept. The the handwriting the cards were cool to the Batman is so I did, cool. That was very menacing. What was unmenacing and was pretty antithesis feeling for me was how it was like they were greeting cards i liked that my and it was and it was also something a deranged they, person would do they just read it out loud every time yeah like it was very you don't like, need to read to me sometimes like sometimes like they Robert didn't Pattinson's voice he's like to the batman he's like you love me and when you see me you're gonna never guess who i am like that like the <laughs> like the greeting card part of it that's cheesy or it's like those like it's that they read it it's like whenever you're like watching a kid show and it's like the circle bouncing on the words I, I, i'm gonna be honest Gordon's performance was kind of weak. He he was just he was kind of like a he was he was he was kind of like a hey, he was Batman, a Poe next not Poe Finn uh, episode nine mm. yeah he was very much just like oh Batman what do we do oh the rat is it what are we gonna do next I'm Batman. gonna read the greeting card now uh, oh, Gary Oldman's Jim Gordon oh. was smiles better in Dark Knight I, I know I'm making a lot of comparisons to Dark Knight but, but I, I think, think it's fair. I think it's justified because so I think this is the second comparable. best Batman adaptation yeah uh, right behind the Dark Knight yeah. So comparing it to the best is valuable is valid in my opinion. Um, I I like about this movie the the first fifteen minutes. Um, I like it did how like it was the narration. Loaded. It definitely was top loaded. The narration was cool. Like I showed like the spotlight, everyone getting like scared. And then the yeah. fir- let's talk about like the first like major fight scene. So like it was they're great. on the train. I loved it. And there's like that guy they're picking at like the Joker's. I think it's really cool in in DC mostly Batman movies because they're in Gotham, when they have the Jokers as a gang instead of just the Joker. Yeah. I think it's it's a cool opportunity. It's it's used like in Batman Beyond a lot. Well, and, and what was interesting is the way he was talking about like how even though he's not everywhere, the fear, the darkness. He's not hiding in the shadows like he is the shadows. He could be yeah, literally that everywhere. that was badass. That was pretty cool. Yeah. he. I liked his voice and it was better than Christian Bale. I'm sorry. Uh, it just, it was, it sounded more clear. You could hear it what was he was just saying. The, the same, yeah. It, it, was, it was pretty similar to his Bruce Wayne voice, but not, it was but, the exact but enough. Same. No, there was some distortion, like yeah, manual. Like Christian Bale's was more over the top. Yeah, but I I do really like his voice. Anyway, I thought he this he looked very uh, uh angry at all times. I like that. That means what I'm getting what I'm, what I'm getting to in this fight scene is that you know they start bullying the guy and they start beating him up. What I instantly noticed, and they said this a lot in pre pre promotional material and like talking about the film, is that this is a younger Batman. He's he's still rageful, rage. and he just beats people yeah, up he and was, that's cool and you can hear him like change grunting and like he's like enjoying screaming. it almost he's, he's like he's he becomes so like a grizzly bear yeah he just like punches every dude like three times no in the, head. the cool fucking shot was when that when he was at the first time he was in the club and that guy and he like kind of stood there staring at the guy with the gun and then he had the bat and he just throw it at his face even oh, though and he fired was, the, oh that was, was really cool even though he was gonna shoot him anyway yeah at that moment, I was kind of like, what are they going to do? Are they going to have Batman run for bullets? And yeah. And no way. He just, just he threw the bar. Absolutely tomahawked the bat at him. That was really sick. But um, that scene was really good, too. But like to the first subway scene, like or like when they're in the subway, it's just he just is brutal with his combat. Choreography yeah. was amazing. And the, how it had the zoomed out shot no was like a 45 cam. degree angle. It was just it was like a you solid see everything. Cam, and yeah. you could see the whole like a lot of fight scenes suffer from like 
over the shoulder view. Like I punched this guy, cut to a different yeah. angle. Now I punch this guy, cut to a different angle. This guy punches this me. This was choreographed. There was like a five <clears throat> second period during that fight scene where it was, you know, wide angle, out, wide angle, and you could see everything, and it was cool. Yeah, it you was. You see all the choreography, all of his movements, and then there was like that recruit guy. I was like, oh, God, like all scared and ran away. That yeah. was cool. Um, what was I say? The fighting was very Batman, like very, uh, it was very methodical, but it had more of a rage. It reminded me of Kylo Ren's lightsaber fighting. Yes, yes. That's a good comparison. Kylo Ren, you know, he doesn't have the like normal Jedi, like gymnastic ability. He's just more like rageful. So he's like more aggressive and a little bit like, I don't know. It's just, that was, I think that was really done really well. And it was cool to see him fight in that method. The fighting in this movie was great, especially the scene uh, and this gets into the like visuals more, but the scene when he was uh, in the tunnel and it was dark and the only thing that lighting it up was the gunshots. It was done cheesily in the in the trailers, but it was done well in the movie. It was placed cheesily in the trailer. It was, the scene in the movie was cool. But the scene in the trailer was, yeah, movie, movie. It was really, really cool. Yeah, it was, that was a great visual moment with just lighting up the, by the, the muzzle black, flash. The mascara, it was sick. It was really cool. Yeah. Like, like when he takes looking. it off and he has the mascara on. He, he's just intense. He's a good Bruce Wayne too. Like as far as like he, He's a very different Bruce Wayne. One thing that's really stood out to me watching Dark Knight this week close to Christian was that Bale. Christian Bale was, very... was a flamboyant playboy. He was well, like, why well, own the restaurant? But that was, an, the but yacht that was a, that's things. all an act, though. It's to throw people off of his of his real identity. Yeah, but 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 Robert Pattinson's Bruce, Bruce is more Wayne of a loner. Is, like he, yeah. he's like he's an outcast. No, you're right. And like the Kurt Cobain kind of Nirvana. But, but I'd argue that Christian Bale's Bruce Wayne was that same way. He just he was he acted more when he was Bruce Wayne. Like he played into the. This this Batman was like yeah. embarrassed to be that rich and like he yeah he didn't want to be in that role. Br- That's the a fair other comparison. Bruce Wayne is like he uses it to his advantage. Yeah, advantage. exactly. Yeah, I think it's a fair comparison. I just prefer the <clears throat> more. I, I think I prefer this Batman. The too. showing of it, as far as like you know, advert to the viewer. I will come out and say it. I think I prefer Robert Pattinson's Batman to I, I Christian Bale's. Just just the image of him in his suit. Like walking he around, looks he just looks badass. very menacing. He's just he's a he's tall. He's he's, he's a, a pretty above them. big frame actually. Yeah, and like it just any moment, like he did not look like a big frame when he was the t shirt with Alfred. <laughs> he yeah, looked like a wimp then. Yeah, I mean it, you compare like he played like a Twilight vampire. Now but he's doing this. But shit. once he was like, in the suit, dude, he was big. I, I, I like another scene that really points that out was when after the explosion, he woke up in the precinct. And he started punching cops, and they're like, "Well, what the fuck? Like, calm down." Yeah, and like some guy gets on him and he's like, he's just he's oh, like when a, they were gonna an like interrogate him in the room. Yeah, that was actually a really cool scene. He I just think. he's not afraid of he wasn't afraid of anything. When yeah, he even said one of the one of the more powerful parts was when he was like, I'm not afraid to die. Yeah, he's talking. Yeah, that was really good. That was, that was earlier one of in the, the movie moments when he could talking to Alfred. Yeah, I have no complaints from from acting. Honestly, I don't. Except for the penguin was kind of shit. The penguin was the penguin. I think the that the penguin was over the, the top. penguin. Yes, but. That's just how the character is, and it does not fit in this movie. This movie could have done without Penguin. The freaking accent was just stupid. Like, the, Goyle? But, but, what, you got my Goyle in there? Yeah. Or like, it's like, a Spanish is awful. La rata. La, la rata. Yeah. <laughs> but that's good for Penguin, because Penguin but is that Penguin kind of person. Penguin was useless in this movie. Yeah, he didn't do you shit. You can't tell me he, he wasn't had a even function. The rat. He was just stupid. Like, he just, he, he had The no car purpose. chase scene was cool. It was just so they could throw another comic book name in the movie. Yeah, and... And set him up for like a the future because he's gonna be the new leader that Falcone's dead. The Penguin's character should have been Falcone's character. Like, yeah. why did John Turturro have all the like the Penguin? Everyone knows. No one knows. Uh, no, I, well, I mean, comic book readers maybe. Uh, Penguin's definitely way more well known, but like I didn't Falcone know Carmine is, Falcone. Falcone Maroni. That was all in Dark Knight. Well, I I guess they were less. They were more downplayed in the Dark Knight. Like yeah. I remembered Maroni. 
But yeah, they were Falcon, a crime family. Falcone was just kind of talked about. Falcone was a big part in Gotham, I will say. Okay, so maybe, maybe that's just amazing. my ignorance of the source material. Falcone and Maroney are very well-known names. I think Penguin is just more publicly available. But um, I think that I just think my, the, my final opinion on Penguin is that he played a good Penguin. I just don't think Penguin belongs. In no, a movie it wasn't Colin's Fer- Colin Farrell's part. No, he just the character was useless. And like he like had that cheesy like shit where he's like, "You guys are just gonna leave me here?" Like, just come on with that. Yeah, like I just it it's not funny. It was just stupid. That yeah, that it didn't, scene, it didn't I hated that scene. But it, it definitely did not. Not to be too negative. It didn't fit the. I just the think vibe that too for. much screen time was given to the whole like uh, Annika subplot. Like I just, I just only care about the Riddler. I care about Batman Annika. and Riddler. I want to see them punch and fight. Like, I just, I just could the care whole... less if she finds her friend. I yeah. do not care. The whole time there was like the Falcone Annika. Uh, that subplot uh, been Kyle. shaved out completely. The whole time that subplot was happening, we were watching the movie like during like the second act. I was just like, okay, so when does the Riddler come back on screen? Yeah, that's because they yeah, they yeah. gave you like three victims such a in the good, first act. That's such a good description of it. Like the the mo- the places where this movie suffered the most like the was middle. the Catwoman subplot, and I hate it because it sounds like I'm being sexist, but like it was just the worst part of the movie. Definitely was. It struggled like, a lot. I thought she was fine as Catwoman. I think she's cool. No, she was cool. Um, I excuse me. I think she has potential. I just think the writing and the and, pacing like, they had needs to, like, to show do better. Her nipples. It just felt really like sex appealy. Yeah, I when guess, he's like uh, watching her through the window. I was yeah. just like, come on. Like this character could be so much more. Yeah, they definitely shortchanged her. Um, but like act one was like there was like two or three Riddler victims. Act two, or what I can say like mostly like act one. two was just maybe one, maybe zero. Well, at that point he was getting mostly just Catwoman. Well, um, there were a lot of like this movie felt very inspired by The Dark Knight to me. Like it was yes. it's like the Joker had victims yes. and then and, he would but, target his to next victim. My point victim. though, I think that it makes more sense what the the Riddler doing these things and the Joker. Yeah, the Joker. I think the Joker Ledger used Joker, his victims to lead to new events. The Riddler used his victims to riddles more more specifically to the victim. Like this person should be dead. Well, well, to me, the whole the whole plot, the whole idea of a master plan of there's a bad guy you have to figure out how to get to them or like there's a victim you have to figure out how to get to them like there's a hostage what do you have to, how do you have to save them because that was used a lot in the dark knight i think and i think that that whole method of villainy fits the riddler better i think yeah. heath ledger's joker is not what i'm used to seeing as joker i think he's more of a he serial killer a psychopath psychopath serial killer which is just I mean, well, Joker he, is deranged, but that kind of mo just makes more sense for coming from a guy like the Riddler, who's really smart and uses riddles and fucks with people and traps and all. But the it Joker just makes and Riddler sense. are very much alike. They are alike, but I'm just used to a Joker that's more like Mark Hamill animated Joker. The Joker, the Joker wants to break down Batman. The Riddler wants to break down Gotham. Yeah, that's kind of my my. Yeah, because Heath Ledger's Joker was like the beginning of the interpretation of Joker as being obsessed with Batman. And like that's the like there's like different like phases they're of Batman. Foil, there's they're like exact Jack foils of each other. You know, there's um, the different jokers that have been played in live because action. Because all of Heath Ledger's uh, uh, crimes were targeted directly at Bruce Wayne. Like, the, yeah. like he knows Batman has a thing for Rachel, so he deliberately makes them save Harvey, and Rachel dies. Be- and it's Batman's fault technically. Yeah, and they 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 kill people so that the society turns against and then Batman. It's Batman's fault. Yeah, and then like they get to Harvey because he was Batman's like hope and stuff. You know, so but it's in like, this, it's like uh, the Riddler is killing people that he he truly corrupt. believes should be dead. Yeah, because they fucked over Gotham in his life. Yeah, um, and it felt more from like a, a genuine like emotion, like like you said, Heath Ledger is is composed most of the time in the film. It, I mean. He has a few scenes where, like, he admits, like, I don't have a plan or whatever. But yeah, like the hospital scene. But 
uh, uh, the Riddler was deranged. It seemed like he was making stuff up, like in on the spot. Like he would. I. He acted what, out what's of, your opinion on the um, the video journals he did? I video. liked it. I liked them. If they that, were, that made it kind of cool. disturbing. The handheld, like low quality thing is. It's always it's they it's did always it in nice. the Dark Knight, but it was more in this movie. Yeah, I, I really like this movie. I liked, and I think at first I was resistant to it, but following like the twist of the finale, I think it's interesting how they went more of a of a social media approach. Yeah, like he posts no, these videos, relevant. and then he gets a following, and then these people like are copycat killers. They dress up, they have guns, yeah. and they, they're shooting people, which like, is something that could happen. It's so realistic because you know, yeah. like in in Dark Knight. Not a criticism at all, because I think his handheld videos are amazing. That's more just like to spread public terrorism and like fear. It's like press. But like in this one, he like he gathers followers. Like people agree with him. Like when um when Bruce Wayne goes to the mayor's public funeral, like there's people holding up question mark signs that they believe yeah. the Riddler. It's kind of yeah. like Joker 2019. Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. yeah, where like he becomes like people like go along with what he his message right. his role. And I think that's really interesting. And I, I mean, I think all the videos were done very well. Like I said kind of earlier, how he gets kind of deranged and outrageous. I think that's a good thing, not a bad thing. I think, I, yeah. I like his performance in the videos. I think they're I, I think did like solid. The, so what was the rat trap? What was the thing? They would crawl up in the thing and eat his face? Or yeah, what? I think there's like a maze. And once they get to him, they eat his face or something, I think. Why do they Why do they inject him with rat poison? So the rats would die? I guess, yeah. I don't, I, don't, I, I, don't, I didn't get that part. Yeah, I, I didn't really get that either. I think, I think another interesting point, I just thought about this whole rat case, was that like Gordon is like sneaking and going out of his way to get like Batman to these crime scenes. Where, like he just shouldn't be there. Like the cops don't like him; yeah, they don't Gordon, want him there. Yeah. But he's like, give him time. I think it's such an interesting relationship. Gordon was so team Batman this movie. In in the Dark Knight, Gordon's like kind of like neutral. I tolerate Batman. Well, he likes him, but then like when he becomes a criminal, he's like, oh, we have to chase him. Or like at the end when he's like, you know, oh, you know, they break the bat light. Because like, yeah, the hero, he, he we, ha- we have we to. don't we don't deserve him, but we need him or whatever. Yeah, in this movie, they were like best buds. But it's interesting because they're best buds. Everyone else hated him, and I think that was cool. Yeah, they're like why are we letting this guy in? But here? Gordon's character was kind of flat. I mean, come on. Yeah, he, they could have done a lot more with Gordon. I there's definitely been or they Gordon they should have just done a lot, a lot less. Like it felt like they were like straddling it in a weird way. They're like, we need Gordon to be an well, important Gordon character. Gordon was like the intermediate voice between the audience and Batman. Yeah, he was like he was vocally moving the plot along, which I think is a negative. I uh, there was also some questionable CGI. A few moments, the bat in the cage. Cat, Catwoman had some questionable CGI. The bat in the cage looked bad. The scene where Catwoman jumps down the fire escape. Yeah, there was some weird CGI there. There were some also. There were the also bats, some. Uh, some of my least favorite thing ever, which is the cringy superhero one-liners. There were some of those. They weren't as bad as Marvel movies. Well, I will well, say you remember that. any examples? Yeah, when she's like, "I have nine of them." It pushes them. That off was the a trailer clip. moment. Yeah, like, that was rough. Or like. Uh, I have a thing for strays. Yeah, she had Why the so worst ones. Uh, the- I think that's not to detriment Zoe Kravitz acting. I no, think it's, it's not. The, the lines they gave her yeah, were subpar. It's just like it was not fair writing. I guess The Dark Knight has some of those too. It definitely does because it's a 2008 movie. But I the noticed Joker those a lot. doesn't. Well, no, the, Heath Ledger doesn't. He, uh, no. Christian Bale has some like yeah. I'm the word occupants. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just a fanboy you- of The Dark Knight. Yeah, you definitely are. <laughs> Do you think it's quirky? That she kept on calling him vengeance. Because continuity well, error, he says, like, I'm vengeance, but he didn't say it to her. So why is she calling him vengeance? Unless yeah, she didn't know his vengeance. Well, maybe that's like every single time guess, she talked I to him, she's like, safe come for on, us vengeance. to assume that, like, the city knows him as vengeance. Because there's only one mention in this movie of the word Batman. And uh, Robert Pattinson says it. 
What, what was it? He says maybe the Batman's done or whatever. Yeah. Every other time they it's call written. him Vengeance or Vigilante or... Which I, mean, I like. It's written to the Batman, but like as far yeah. as like spoken characters. Yeah. I mean, did you like how Zoe Kravitz always called him, hey, Vengeance? Like, Well, I didn't I didn't really notice that. That stood out to me like a sore thumb. Error, like, sore how, would thumb. She, how would she know that? How would she? Because like as a viewer, I'm expected. I, he has a fit one line of like he's finding guys. He's like, I don't even know. Was that even in the movie or was that just in the trailer? He's like, I'm Vengeance. He said it in the movie. Okay. He, he said it at the beginning when he, uh, before he beat up the, the. Like the subway people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I think one of the biggest themes this movie is trying to push is what is vengeance what what determines uh yeah like is, is riddler right or is batman right right you know? and so i think that's why they had the riddler minion because the riddler is killing bad people joker killed innocent people and heath yeah. ledger he just killed innocent people to try well, to he fuck killed, with society he killed political figures too yeah but like like the old commissioner but they didn't do anything yeah but riddler's main thing was that this guy's corrupt he like you know, and that's takes why people, people backed so him. Bad. Yeah, yeah, that's why they and so that's him. why he's, they're calling because Heath Ledger was the opposite. People feared him. Yeah. You know, no one really supported his message. No, so that's another interesting comparison. The um, there was a lot of nods. There was a lot of cinema, cinema. Um, is this even a word? Cinematographic. <laughs> Cinemagraphic, maybe. Uh, you get my point. There were a lot yeah. of nods to The Dark Knight, like the uh, the car uh, side window shots. Mm-hmm. With the penguin in the car chase, you know the scene when Heath Ledger's uh, out the window, like his yeah. tongue out, like waving. Yeah. There were a lot of nods to that car. Car scene was. We cool. need to talk about the car chase. Yeah, that, it that was, was a big part. Really done well. I loved it. Was it was cool. Like he was driving against traffic. There was yeah, they were driving on It was like traffic. it felt like it, it was did stakes. have the movie kind of thing where it's like they avoid every single car somehow. But like, I was I was actually gonna say the opposite. I think they're driving on a more busy road than usual. There, there's like traffic. He'd yeah, like, slow there's down. There's no way they'd be able to pull that shit off though. Yeah, it just was like. Bus. I mean, I guess they didn't pull it off. They had, no, they had to stop a lot of time. Like, like one thing I did notice stuff. is Batman was just ignoring the innocent lives. Like they, 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 people died in that car chase. Oh, like, definitely. Cars were flipping, exploding, and Batman didn't care, which was it's not, an interesting point not a negative. I think yeah. it was a positive because this Batman his, is less care, younger, is more yeah. carefree. Yeah, and he just cares about getting Penguin. Bruce, I mean, Christian Bale's Batman would have tried to save because you know the scene when he he crashes to stop that car. You remember yeah, when, he's in cool. his, when he's in yes. his Lambo and he crashes yeah. to stop the car? Yeah. Or like, this Batman would would not have done that. Or in Dark Knight, when Christian Bale's riding on the motorcycle to hit Joker, he he like crashes so he doesn't hit him because he's want right, to kill him. Yeah, I feel like that was a similar scenario. This Batman doesn't have farther. the control. Yeah, yeah, which I think is an interesting point of view. I also like how this Batman movie, like most Spider Man reboots, are we didn't get a rehash of his backstory, which besides, I like. Besides some flashbacks to like his mother, which I think or was some cool. mentions. Which was cool, and it was done well because it was I brief. I'm so glad they didn't do a freaking uh, Martha killing scene. Thomas yeah. death scene, the pearls everywhere. Like I just, yeah. I don't need to see it again. I've seen it a hundred million times. Well, just, they, just as much as like Ben they Parker, know their you know? audience. They know everyone knows what happens to Batman's parents. I mean, I guess similar could be said for Tom Holland's first movie, as far as like he's kind of established a little bit. Yeah, but I think this was done much. Not much better, like same vibe. But it was, I think it was done very well in this movie. Yeah, it's that, a good thing they didn't include that. That he's two years in, <clears throat> he's still young and mature, but he like he he's established. What about Alfred? He was he, he Alfred was there. Was okay. He was there. Yeah. I just I, like. Do you think it's interesting how Gotham Manor is like scary looking? It's like not. I a also building. noticed. I don't like the cheesy animal shit. Like when he goes in the Batcave and there's bats flying around everywhere. Like that was stupid. Or like that's just like a fan service. Like yeah, oh, he's in the Batcave and there's. Yeah, bats. It's a nitpick, but I like when I saw it, I was like, Ugh. yeah, like what? Okay. Batcave was cool. I like the Batmobile. I think Batmobile it was really cool. cool. The one of the Dark Knight is better. 
one of the Dark Knight is iconic, but it's it's so like well the Bat Cycle the Bat Motorcycle cycle was thing sick. was sick. That was really badass. But, but like, I also he, I, I think I think it's a it's a nice palette change. Like yeah, palette, they, like they palette didn't, didn't over glamorize like, it. It's just, it was it's, just it's like thing. a motor car, a yeah. giant like jet turbine engine. Yeah, I will say, even though I love the Batmobile and most of the chase scene, it's confusing why penguin can drive faster in like his sedan like a, <laughs> than like a jet engine on the back of the Batmobile. yeah well i think the penguin was losing him by like swerving around cars yeah. and stuff yeah but like if it was just like full on like it just he should have smoked there him. is just also absolutely no way he survives that 15 flip of the car like <laughs> it was just, a bit cheesy he unscathed. was like oh, oh god oh <laughs> he's like making noises and he was like bouncing up and down. you just would be dead speaking of like weird camera things in the car uh the gopro on the Let's talk about the, the flying scene of Batman. That was what I was going to mention. That, that, that was, was strange. They hyped it up in the trailer. It looked so cool. It was like, they're chasing me. He goes like, like well, most of, most of that scene was fine, except for that like weird like uh, POV shot of him flying. Yeah, it was that a GoPro on so his head, and it was just like, stupid. <laughs> they showed it twice. They showed it twice. They went there, and then they cut off. No, I'm talking about the flying. one where you could see his face close up, and he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not that looks this, so but stupid. it was like this. And he yeah. was like, like his head looked like when someone's skydiving and a but GoPro. But I did, I did like the small detail, like where he doesn't gracefully land. Oh, he like gets he crashes. Up. He like yeah. hits top and like you can tell, up. like he hasn't done that much. I think it would have been much cooler. I don't know how they would have done it logistically. If maybe this is more comic booky than realistic. If he didn't have a wingsuit, just his cape, he could fly with it. Because it looked the wingsuit looked bad. It looked like a padded le- like leather jacket. But if like that would have happened, we would have been picking that apart. Like there's no way that could have ever happened. Yeah, but I think it looks cooler. But like the one small detail I noticed too that I liked is when he when he hit the edge and he realized he was going to gonna have to jump. He like audibly was like frightened. Yeah, he's like, like he's Chris, not used to Christian it. Christian Bale's Batman was just so composed and just leapt off the building. Yeah, but this Batman probably's not used to it. Or yeah, like, hasn't done it before. Yeah, he's exactly. like, oh, I guess I got to do this. Do you think there is any substance to the what I think is a lack of gadgets in this movie? No, the gadgets. He's more physical. I didn't. Lo- I actually thought the gadgets were used in a very uh, plot armory way. Where like, if he's in a pickle, he just has a gadget for this exact in situation. In this movie or in Batman in general? This movie. I, I disagree because he barely used any gadgets. The grappling hook was cool. Grappling hook was done. Oh, it was really cool in the ending. Like grabbed two of those guys with, like the legs. That was <laughs> yeah, really that cool. was cool. But like, what all did he have for gadgets? Grappling hook. Well, he had the he like had- taser thing. He taser thing, the, I feel like he didn't he grab that off someone or he, he had it on him. He had it on him. He that, had. What do you think about the taser scene? Like when he and the guy. That was, was like, cool. Uh, that and was then cool. It, like when he had when he was doing his like diary entries, like I have to have to live with these. The diary moments. entries is really cool. He's so has, emo, dude. The eye input. I, it's cool. I like I like the edgy emoness. I think he's it's, like it's one. So, he, <laughs> he's just writing his book, underlining things that he said. Like every night he watches watches footage. Right. Yeah. And like how. Um, Alfred's like, hey, there's a person coming out for dinner. It's like, oh, I'm busy right now. I don't want to do that, you know? Yeah, he's he like, was an emo son of a bitch. I, I think that's he's cool. like, you're not my dad, Alfred. Yeah. They, <laughs> they started with that too early. They That line came too early for me to care about it because I had no connection to Alfred. I just don't care. I didn't care about it. I think like, we already hashed this point out, but yeah. again, like the worst... The the thing this movie fails in the most extreme way is the relationships. I yeah. don't, but you just don't buy any of them. The only one I buy... Is the one between uh, Gordon and no. Gordon and Batman that was the best one? Maybe. Maybe. What What was are you thinking? I, I was thinking, uh, but now I don't even agree with it. I was thinking uh, Catwoman and uh, stupid Bob Mob Boss guy Falcon. But like he didn't even like because because of John Turturro did it did a very good job. He was a good actor in this movie, but I but I don't even think like she she went this whole thing. Okay, so I'm not affluent in the comics or. I just don't think Falcone's her dad. 
No, that was a that I was just feel like that's that never been mentioned before. Because they had to make it a big reveal, like this is new, we're doing this. But like she was but, like, Jeez, he's my dad. That was that was <laughs> bad. Talk about like scenes. It was just like she was cool, she was doing things, talk about like why she hates Falcone. I was like, Oh, you know, I my reasons. It's like, Oh, come on, you know, why do you hate him? It's like Because he's, he's my, my dad. dad. I was like, Oh I, I saw then, that and I was like, Oh Batman my god. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it was just it was so cheesy like why does he have to right, be her another dad? bad one-liner was like when she's like oh you don't ever say hi or whatever yeah. and then all the like people in the theater are like <laughs> they were some npcs like, they were just chuckling at, yeah like, or like when the the beginning a scene i complimented was when they were doing the first crime scenes being all awkward and he was like excuse yeah. me like scoot over yeah there was some there was some chuckles in the <clears> audience but not not too bad the film the film started out in a place that it did not end. <laughs> that that is what I'll say. Yeah, it's. I still think atmospherically it held. It, it held up, but it it was broken down. Like the it started out the darkest. The yeah. darkest moment was just before the dawn. Dark What's the song again? I keep on forgetting something the name in of it. the way. Now the first something in the way sequence was pretty great. Yeah, from the from the opening the shot riding. to the end of that something in the way first use was very good. Yeah, like almost flawless. And then it, once Catwoman got, I hate to be the Catwoman hater, but once she she just grinded this film to a halt. Mm-hmm. It was very that you know we talked about a quick three hours that was dragging. I was like, when's the next Riddler scene? The second when's act, the next was combat scene, yeah, very much. Yeah. yeah. Whereas think, the Dark Knight, I feel like is pretty pretty consistent. Like even the, the scenes part. without the Joker, you're still interested enough in what's going on. Yeah, I was a bit more looking forward to Joker. Well, yeah, I mean you're but, always but with a, with I a think, performance like that. Yeah, I think that the scenes left me more wanting in this movie when there was a. Lull. I just think there could have been more Riddler and less Catwoman. I think Riddler could have done more. I think there could have been more Riddler, and then I just yeah. think the Penguin should not have been in the movie whatsoever. I think Penguin is sequel fodder because Falcone's killed and now he's like, oh, this is my And they club showed now. that like Thanos shot where he was like standing over the city. Like, it yeah, was, that was, that was like, heavily used in trailers. Like, he's going to take over. Two of the biggest trailer sequences or shots, Hayden, <clears throat> three of them, I'll name three. The scene that we just talked about, Penguin, when he's overlooking it. Right. The scene where Batman's covered like in mud on his face. And That's this, a great and shot then the, And then the torch scene. Yeah. Were all heavy trailer scenes and they were all in the last 10 minutes. Yeah, it kind of did Every that. Movie it sucks. Does this like yeah ambulance? Biggest thing Jurassic Park the water dinosaur thing and the most recent Jurassic Park Dominion yeah was the last minute of the movie and I was I mean I was a little bit younger back then like four years ago or whatever whole movie I thought that was so cool looking forward to it and I was like is this movie gonna end like why does it keep on going yeah last minute why do they have to show I get some scenes are really cool to look at and they look beautiful the way they're shot. I suppose those scenes that are like that aren't all in the end of the movie. And that's all they show in the trailers. I think we haven't touched on the visuals. I think the visuals were the strongest part of the movie. Yes, I think so. I'm not, think I'm not dissing the visuals in that point. I'm dissing trailers. Dissing the use of it. I think that this movie remains consistently artistically inclined in, in, the, in the field of cinematography. There weren't, there weren't any shots that were really that bad, save that like weird GoPro shot and then like the CGI bat. Which, to uh, me, to me, this movie felt less like a DC superhero movie. Yeah, and I liked that. And that's a good thing. And, and that's like because of Matt DC Reeves. Like he's not movie, a yeah. superhero director. You know, he had a quote that's saying like, he, like if like if he would ever, excuse me, if he was ever asked to like film a Marvel or Avengers movie, he just like I, I couldn't do it. Yeah, like because like he is, it's just not what his style, you not what he t- likes. He's just and against and that. The, and and that was the best part of the Planet of the Apes series too. Yeah. So I think Matt Reeves' biggest strength is cinematography and and directing, even though yeah. he isn't the cinematographer, but. He has a role in that, and yeah, 
his shot choices were artistic. And I think like when we touched, we briefly touched on the blur. Blur was used very and, well focused. And he was using it symbolically. I don't know if I can quite uh, it's hard to do over audio decipher what the show you kind of yeah. just gotta watch it and and like i think that the the use of like top down shots on batman it made him feel powerless in the face of gotham yeah because at the end of the day batman he even says it himself like he he isn't he has to be more. making a change he has so, yeah. to become more yeah and and they and they they do a good job of simultaneously making Batman seem powerful when he needs to be, and also weak when he needs to be. I think it's interesting too how, when the beginning scene we mentioned with Alfred, when he says like I don't care if I die, it's like, you know, you need to be Bruce Wayne. You have all this potential. You're just gonna throw it away. It's like if I can't do anything, if I can't change the world being Batman, then what's the point of being Bruce Wayne? Basically, he's like, yeah, I've been trying at this for two years and I've accomplished nothing. If I can't do anything here, I don't even care about anything else. Like why would I even try anything else? You know. Yeah, this this Batman and Bruce Wayne are much more intertwined than the Christian Bale one. Christian yeah. Bale one is Batman is separate from yeah. Christian Bale. This one is they're the same. I I like in this movie, and I will say I'll reference like um, the Daredevil show. Now, I know that's Marvel, but the Daredevil Netflix show, which is amazing, you should watch it. But you don't, it's gonna be on Disney Plus, so you don't have that. But uh, there was a lot because Daredevil has like a full on uniform, right? Like the red costume, it's like armor plated. But sometimes, and a lot during season three. He just wasn't wearing armor. He just wore like like a black rags and like little thing thing over yeah. his head. I thought the second or third bar scene, the club scene when he went back to the club, he was just wearing like a hoodie and like makeup. Yeah, that's cool. You know. Yeah. I just said that. I thought that was cool. Criticism popped in my head. They went to the club a lot. Club was a it was recurring set piece. a bit too much. I think. Yeah, the fight, the scene when he was fighting the people in the club was reminiscent of that Dark Knight scene when he's beating people up in the club right before he yeah. captures Maroney. Yeah. yeah. And I just think it's interesting that I feel like we should. I, I wanted to see more of Gotham. Yeah. I feel like we went to the, the club too many was, times. Was the city was done was cool. well. It was just it was in very the background. A good lot. shots. It was just yeah. I didn't feel like you did really feel like Gotham was like dirty and disgusting. oh dirty, disgusting, gross. Like rain, neon signs, crime, mm-hmm. violence. That was done well. Yeah. Like I said, the atmosphere was dumb. And I, I just thought of another criticism. It's not related, but like the the ciphers and stuff, like it just felt like the, like they, they, just, they easy. just always had the answers. Like they were like, I, they I, were like I don't know what was cipher about They would just say it. one thing and then he's just like, it's this. I don't know what was the cipher about it. It was like there was all the symbols, which they really hyped up emotional material. And I was like, looked at it for five seconds. It was like, he lies still. He still lies. <laughs> yeah. How did he it's know like, that? There's just no way. As a, as a viewer, how are we expected to know that he knows that? <laughs> he lies still. Like, that's the answer, sure, and it's cool. Like, he, when and you, he knew, you, he just had, Batman he, just had, he was just a super genius. Yeah, and he was like, just like, he's like, thumb drive. Thumb was like, drive. <laughs> I'm looking for a USB stick. Just, yeah, there's no like, way he would have known that. <laughs> oh, God. He's like, I'm looking for a USB port. And Jim Gordon goes, USB. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was USB? cheesy. <laughs> It was closing. It was like thumb drive. I thought, I thought that was kind of funny. He says thumb drive, and he's like, "What?" And he goes again. He goes like thumb drive. Try that. Like he says the same line. Tw- I don't know. How do we access it? This is Jim Gordon was just such a like. What he do we do like, next, Batman? Yeah, like, show me what to do. Show next. me what to do, Batman. Also, they spent so much time. Maybe it was only like ten minutes, but they really pushed it. That like, I, I, you know, a pigeonless. Of a flying rat, yeah, a, a, like a poop pigeon or whatever. Oh, it's penguin. Oh, let's chase penguin for ten minutes. And they got just, penguin. It's like, oh, he wasn't the rat. Try again. Yeah. And then they thought it was like the cop. It's like, nope, it was Falcon. Like, why do they why string him along? We, so, why, like, why are, are we, we chasing these people that just don't matter? Why do we find out this big reveal that is instantly negated? 
Like, what is the it, point? We go through like three different people. <clears throat> we find out it's Falcone. Even like, like literally, like Penguin's like saying what the audience is saying. Like, don't you dumbasses ever think it could be a bat? <laughs> yeah. Like we're like, yeah. It's like, and then it was like, first we're like Penguin because it's like, quite a It's like, no, not a penguin, like a bat. It's like, oh yeah, it could be a bat. It's like, I'm not a, I'm not the rat. I'm not the snark. And then like, and then it just randomly find like, out Alfred it's Falcone. Blown up. And then as soon as you find out it's Falcone, take him into custody. He gets shot. And I will say, Hayden, <laughs> because it's a PG-13 movie, I didn't see a damn bullet hole on Falcon's no, body. No. I thought someone next to him got shot because blood was on his face. But yeah, there was not I a did single too. wound. That I didn't see any impact. Yeah. They didn't show it after the fact. I don't know if that's because of the rating and it'd be hard to show a but bullet But they showed wound. a severed thumb. So like... Dude, come on. I just... I didn't... I... I seriously didn't think he got in, like, shot. like the first fuck, 10 minutes. And there, then, was, there was a couple shits and dams, yeah. No, there's an F-bomb. Who says it? It was like... It was one. He was like a... Uh, why did he say that happy fucking Halloween? Oh yeah, yeah. But like, I just at, when I first first saw it, the first like in, like two seconds, I was like, he didn't get shot. The Halloween scene was cool though. In the beginning, the the the, the when everyone the, had like little mask, the guy robbed the store. That yeah, the, that was really cool. That was. Cool. I think it's cool when the villain who's getting beat up is faceless. Yeah, you don't have like you don't have that actor's face. It's just it makes it more ominous and cool and it's like intimidating i don't know it's just yeah it's cool when you're fighting a guy in a mask who's like faceless it's kind of like the joke 2019 people who wearing like the clown mask mm-hmm, those mm-hmm. are really cool and like i don't know i feel like uh there's more negatives than positives in this movie now that but i still think it's cool i uh, and i i was yeah. just I, I went into it i was so stoked I and think the first act to, was so good but i think we need to set aside our uh fan uh, fangasms and and be real for a moment this movie in my opinion was a overall letdown i i think that visually it held up to what i was expecting narratively it was a total flaw narrative yeah narrative and relationships and lines could use a lot of work for the sequel that they're definitely going i think to do. this movie excelled in its ex- and aesthetic, acting and visual. but in its execution i think it falls short yeah and i think it's part in part due to uh an overemphasis on uh, aesthetic, like I just said, over like content of the plot. Yeah, and I think that's ultimately this film's uh, fatal flaw. But it was still a uh, above average movie, and I I think uh, it's worth seeing. Yeah, you definitely should see this movie. If somehow you made it to the end of the podcast <clears throat> and haven't seen it, and you chose to listen to this, you should see it. But I recommend seeing this before you watch listen to this podcast. But I I still think. It's a good movie to come out. It's Batman. I think Robert Pattinson's cool with Batman, and I think you should give it a try and watch it, honestly. I think it's better than Batman Begins and The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. I just don't think it tops The Dark Knight. And I think that I think that you're a fool if you think it does. I think it's closer to me than it is for you. It's cl- it's I think you it's I think not you think the disparity is higher than me. I th- I think I still think The Dark Knight edges it out, but I think it's a closer margin. I think that the in terms of villain, Heath Ledger blows out Riddler. I think the Riddler was a very interesting choice, and I think the actor did a good job, but he didn't have enough time. The Joker was fleshed out. The Joker was as much of a main role as Christian Bale. Yeah. This felt very much like Riddler was an offshoot character. They focused too much on Falcon. I'm, I'm being honest. There's too much Catwoman. Why is Catwoman in this movie? Let's be honest. So This is the question we need to ask. Why is she in this movie? Because they have... Like three what, villains what role, and an antihero. Like what is have, her role integral to the plot in any way? She helps Batman. She has her own get subplot. Falcone because technically, 
if you like look at it from a zoomed out point of view, Falcone is a vehicle for the Riddler because once he discovers Falcone, the next piece of the puzzle starts or whatever. Like, yeah. But then it branches off into this whole it's like she needs to re- get revenge for Annika, who no one gives a I shit about. Give, we, we saw her for Annika two minutes. One time. She maybe has four she lines. She had like that she Russian accent. She has more lines when she's dead than when she's alive. She had more lines in that like voicemail. Yeah, like, exactly. Than when she was like a real person. Just, I, just how do you, Matt Reeves? If you're listening to this, <laughs> how do you expect me to care about a character that you we don't even? I don't even know what well, her face she's looks a, like. She's, she's just a plot device. She's she was seen with, but it with tries so hard Mitchell. to get us to like feel emotional about it. Like, yeah, like they're trying to like Catwoman's trying to be like my friend, like I need to I need find to my save friend. Annika, just, I just, and her dead body's in the trunk. It's like, oh, oh, what, what? She like, takes the, trunk, the cash and, and she, yeah, the drop, the, the Uzis, yeah, that, that was kind of I don't know the, the what do they call it? like the drop, like the drugs, like, oh the the drop drop addicts or whatever. I yeah. think it was acid, right? Was, dropping tabs of acid yeah but they, they just called it drop they didn't even give it a, like a legit drug <clears throat> name it's just like yeah no. drop we're making drop we're selling we're selling drop, drops. packets of drop <laughs> need some drops and like oh <laughs> and there's like yeah. what do you think of the scene where Catwoman had like the eye thing in and she was in it in the club like talking to people it was cool it felt like uh, i just don't know maybe am i being too harsh on this movie i just think that it, a little bit maybe I think it. I think it just did not. It didn't execute. Honestly, like even that scene, again, the, the running theme for this review. It was visually very appealing, content. Like, why am I watching this? Like, like that had nothing to do with anything. What like she she finds the guy. Like that scene could have been five minutes. It said it was like fifteen. What scene? The when she when she when the guy like wants to have sex with her or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it's like what what was his I name? Thought- um it was the da the da yeah i thought it was going to be like more... like the whole purpose of that scene was to get him outside so the riddler could capture him i thought it was gonna be more dangerous like she was in danger she was in no danger no like i thought he was gonna like make a move on her like try to capture her like take her with her but like like what information did batman get? he's like trying to like profile people he's like look at them longer i need to see who yeah. they are like that didn't do anything the only reason that scene was in the well, movie he, so well, he could get outside and then the riddler could get well, he him. knows that the da is dirty that helps his case and he knows that he's a victim and like he's like yeah well, he was you know there's a rat he talked about the rat like push that a little bit you know so there, there was some purpose but it was but the rat ended up being nothing like, it was falcon <laughs> it's just stupid so how yeah first how is falcon so first they're like the pigeon and then they're like it's penguin then they're like it's batman and then they're like falcon and then, and then i thought then i thought the cop was like working uh, and the, 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 the i forgot the cop's name when they were on the roof and she, Finchy she killed or him. something it was some stupid name but he was like a dirty cop like they talked to like him scratched for a while. his face up or whatever yeah and it was like oh well, i don't know what, what do we mean and it's like oh falcone he, and it's like you're working for falcone or falcone's working for you and he like tells why him would, all the why information why would falcone be working for the police <laughs> he, like do you understand how mob lawyers work like never why would they work to, they buy the police out that's the whole idea of like a mob like the, <laughs> he's working the for the police boss. just like and also- like so so falcone's working for you huh <laughs> and it's like no, he owns half the government. He uh, is the governor. The bo- He's you know, the mayor of this town. You know the boys in blue are working for me. Yeah. Maybe not as many as you think. Yeah. And then okay. he walks out the door. Like, every single cop that's ever been in the movie. So like, that was <laughs> it like looked 50 like the people. end of like a Broadway show when all the cast comes yeah, out. Yeah, like it's like the company front. Yeah, like it looked like the scene in the room, the party scene when he walks in. Surprise. Surprise. <laughs> so there's like, there's like 50 cops. Every single So how cop. many cops are every there in the GCPD? Every extra they cast. If, if we're assuming it's a major stake in... The corruption of the GCPD. That's be fifty one percent of cops. <laughs> so you're telling me that's that's forty nine percent of all the cops. It's just like, why did the Riddler need to get arrested? Why did he need to get himself arrested? It was so. I don't, useless. I don't know if he needed to. 
he's he's kind of he was like done. With, the, his plan was done when the Joker self arrested himself. It a, a major purpose. He, he needed that because he needed the. Well, I I think Riddler's reason for self arresting was, was to just buy to time confront, for the bomb. Confront Batman. Well, it was to buy time for the bombs to go off. Oh, okay, fair. Because by the time they got done talking to him, we were in the apartment. It was too late. And I think that's interesting. That's a point I want to bring up. I notice is that Batman failed. Yeah, he Batman didn't save did anyone. Not succeed. Like he, he saved the people from the water, but caused like, people to die. Usually, like we're thinking back to Dark Knight. Well, the, Bat- well Batman boat- also fails in the Dark Knight. A little bit, yeah, but like the he boat, saves the boat thing never happens. He he. he but that wasn't him. That people. was the civilians who who made the right choice to stop that. Yeah, but but my my point is that like bad things like I don't know. I'm just saying like in a norm- my normal expectation of a superhero movie slash Batman movie would be like he finds out about the bombs before they go off and tries to. Oh, I see what you're saying. Because in the Dark Knight, by the time the, he finds out, the, the major bombs crisis, are already going off. The major crisis is averted in the Dark Knight. In this one, yeah. it happens. Yeah, and like yeah. in Dark Knight, usually he knows about what's going to happen before it happens. At like, the last like second, the he finds out. Or yeah. like trying to save uh, Dent or Rachel. Like, but, but in this one, as he's by the finding out, yeah, he still gets best. But as he's finding out, like reading, like, so I have these bombs. They're going off. Which is more realistic in a which way, is, which is cool because it's like, yeah. no, he didn't, he didn't have time to save. Anything. He also, he also like didn't do like he said at the end. He like he has to be more. He didn't do enough. I just, I just had a huge epiphany. I, I was talking shit about Falcone getting shot. The new mayor elect getting shot was unbelievably awful. When and so at the end of the oh, movie when Real? it's flooding and, and they're like, hey, let, let guys, oh, everyone listen oh, up. Yeah, oh, yeah. There's like twenty guys with. Bolt action like rifles. Nerf gun hitter. They shoot like, like a BB at gun. Chest. A BB like, gun hitter. Like right, either near the heart or the opposite side. A pretty fa- lethal shot lays down on the ground, and then she gets my bike up. She's like, "Oh, I'm, I'm walking in the water. <laughs> no bleeding, like, no blood. I don't know if it's because it's PG-13. That's I the th- problem I think with this Other city. PG-13 movies have shown gunshots. Like it's just getting shot. It's just you could at least be more realistic with the she consequences died. of a gunshot. She could have died or like been injured just, a lot. Gunshot is more serious fine. than that. It just goes through your body. Yeah, it just it's a chest. It's a has to be a lethal shot. And she, I think that was real. Just, just are we supposed to care about the election? Like I just don't I give don't, a shit. I don't, I, don't, I don't care. I don't give a fuck about the election because like they show like it was cool one how Thomas Wayne ran for pre- for mayor. Yeah, and then he, you know, that was twenty years ago. Well, also what I noticed is they definitely cannot include Joaquin Phoenix's Joker in this because they it's definitely a, yeah. rewrote I Thomas like Wayne. I like that. Yeah. Well, also because there's another Joker hidden. Yeah. Well, and person. also he's Thomas Wayne was a terrible guy in the Joker movie, and this one he's supposed to be like. Wait, a good was guy. Thomas Wayne Alec Baldwin? No. And no, no, no. Who was who played it? You know, I don't know, but he look he looks like Alec Baldwin. But okay, I, I just had that thought. No, but um, also because Joaquin Phoenix joke took place in the eighties. This is like twenty twenty two, right? Right. Because you're right. saying like two thousand two, two thousand one, twenty years later. Yeah. So that's good, but I still think a Joker two is going to end up happening, which sucks. Joaquin but, Phoenix Joker two, you think? Yeah, Todd Phillips has already confirmed it. So just what could you possibly? Do? <sighs> I don't know. Because the movie ends. And you don't know what happened. We have the first one. Let's just be happy with that. Let's just counter blessings. Yeah. I am glad, though, that they're not going to do Joaquin X, Robin Pattinson. It wouldn't make sense. I don't feel like Joaquin is a character who's going to fight against Batman. No. Joaquin he's, was a solo. He's not a supervillain, you know? He's the, He was the protagonist. Yeah, the he was the protagonist. He's just a normal guy. Uh, yeah. A delusional guy, but... I, th- I also thought, like... I just think that there was, like... This movie, I will give it credit for not feeling like it was three hours long, but yeah. like the movie could have just been like two hours, 20 minutes. You could just could have cut so much out. Like the relationship between Cat, like when they're like riding their bikes alongside each other, like it's supposed to be like heartfelt or something. 
Yeah, I just don't give a shit. Like she's leaving. <laughs> she's like, she's like, why don't you come okay, with so me? The just question with Hayden Boozer is that they spent all this time promotional material and the actual film building the relationship in quotation marks, but she went to Upstate. Yeah, she just. So leaves. is she not going to be in Batman Two? She leaves. She's probably going to come back. I, you I think assume. she would? Because what I'm, if I'm being naive, viewer, like concrete, my understanding is that she's gone. They turn different ways. Yeah, and she's so what's like, the point? So Batman's gonna stay in the city, try to clean up from gang, which is cool. Like I said, like from, what? What was that line when she's like, "Why don't you come with me and get in some trouble?" She's like, "Yeah, he's, trouble, he's, see, he, hedge funds and CEO, he's hedge fund anti trouble. He, he fights the crime. He doesn't. Yeah, like what well, does that even no, mean? Okay, so I will compliment that because one of the major conflicts of media, either games or animated series, I've seen is that there's a big conflict between Catwoman and, and Batman. That Catwoman is a is a criminal yeah she's like a she, petty she, theft yeah she's a petty theft and so there's a conflict of like batman is romantically interested in selena kyle they were friends since you know they've been friends and gotham for example they were friends when they were ch- children and but batman has a has strong standing morals and principles that just go against catwoman like but he has to let it like slide. they'll be like at a crime scene where she's like trying to steal rubies and like they'll be like flirting and then she'll like kick him and run away with the that like kind of she's, ha- she's a bad guy. She's that like kind of happened when she was like breaking into the safe and then, you know, they grabbed her and like slammed her on the table. That was oddly sexual. I mean, that, but that's that's just kind of how their relationship yeah, is. Yeah, it's just I'm not it's, it's not it. done in live action. A lot. I mean, wasn't the one with like Halle Berry? Yeah, did no, she have her no, own no, movie? No. Dark Knight Rises and Hathaway's Catwoman. Christian Bale yeah, has a Catwoman. Yeah, Hathaway and Hathaway is. But isn't there like a Halle Berry yeah, Catwoman movie? Never been done good. Yeah, there is. Oh, I never saw it. Did you? And Hathaway was okay. I think this is the best. I kind of forgot about that. I haven't seen Dark Knight Rises so long. It's just like, it just doesn't translate to a Did movie. you see my um, Instagram account post of Killer Croc? Yeah, yeah. So I, I I don't know if I said this in the previous, I think I said this in the pre-movie thoughts. I've started playing Arkham Asylum, which, you know, the Batman Arkham games are pretty awesome from what I've heard. And I started playing the first one, which is really cool. It's a really cool plot, comic booky and stuff. And Killer Croc is just like this 15-foot abomination, giant killer bloody fangs. And it's a mature game, I think. It just looks like, Badass, Killer Croc and Suicide Squad like 2016. It just looks like a guy. He just, he's just a guy with scales. He just couldn't be <laughs> not be less menacing. Like, yeah, yeah. The whole talk for release the air cut, higher cut. Oh. Dear God, why? You know what I thought of? I thought about this during the movie, so I want to say it because it's really Suicide Squad. The scene where Robin Pattinson as Bruce Wayne is putting on all the photos like on the floor. Yeah, and it pans up and shows a top down view. Why did he do that? It reminded me of the scene in Suicide Squad where he's laying down with all the knives around him. Oh, Jared Leto? <laughs> that shot. Yeah, Jared Leto. This is only going to hurt oh. a lot. <laughs> the tattoos on his face. It's so like a bad. gangster. <laughs> no, the soundtrack to Suicide Squad. Maybe I'm a gangster too. Purple Lamborghini lurking. slow. Heathens is a cool kind of for like Twin Pilots concert, but like Purple Lamborghini with like Rick Ross <sighs> and like and the Imagine Dragon. I'm a sucker for Oh, bam. stop, stop, stop. Oh, my God. Wow. Why did he lay out all those stuff on the ground? Like, what did that? What, did he solve some yeah. riddle with that? Or he, he was just, just kind of thinking out loud. He's like, okay, well, look at these photos. Look at these. Photos. I just feel like that would take like twenty five minutes. My father was pretty obviously about Batman. I guess it gave it away with a lot of trailers. Yeah, they yeah. Did. And then he was like, so, but well, I'm confused because oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. I don't know. I don't know if you're gonna say it, but I'm. I'm. I want to talk about um, the scene. One of the best. Another really good scene in this movie was when. The Riddler gets revealed. He's in prison. That whole conversation is really good. It was very reminiscent of the interrogation scene. Yes. He, I think it was a nod to that. Yeah. But my point is he keeps on saying, Bruce 
way. And then there's a shot that lingers on the security camera, like which makes I you think thought that he's gonna Riddler re- was saying it to reveal his identity, but he was just talking about Bruce Wayne. Oh, are you serious? He yeah. did, he didn't know no, the truth. I don't know if he knew or not, but the truth is that he's saying that Bruce Wayne was his next victim. But he said like, "I know who you are." It was like written on the wall. Yeah, and looked at the security camera, and he said like five times, really slow and loud, Bruce Wayne, over and over. And they showed the security camera, like I said. I thought that it was going to be a big reveal. Like, they're going to show Jim Gordon, like, oh, my God. You know, he's Bruce Wayne. They revealed his yeah, identity. That's, they, a, that's a major thing to happen in movies. But nothing came of that. Because I think it was a very literal, concrete, not big brain sense. So he's yeah. saying that he's just talking about Bruce Wayne as another person. Yeah. He's like, Bruce Wayne and his father and all that stuff. You know, like, Bruce Wayne is rich. Like I just. But doesn't he refer to him as you? Like, you think you were going to get away with being the rich, you know? That was a continuity error, I feel like. Not yeah, a continuity error, like, but it was just like a weird choice of like, because you and I's first interpretation were to be that he's, he's trying a, to do He's this. trying to announce, because they, they, sh- they linger on the security camera like as, as, if, as yeah. if it's filming him saying this. Yeah, but nothing comes of it. Another thing that I don't understand is the Riddler's plan was to see for Batman, kill Bruce Wayne. So I guess at that point he oh. didn't know. Oh, you mean like when they... Yeah, like, Injured like Alfred. So, like, for, let's assume that that it went according to plan. Alfred didn't get hit. Bruce Wayne got hit. So he was also going to plan to have Batman meet him at the at the uh, Arkham to talk to him after he tried to kill him. I just, just don't get it. Maybe it's just like he's making it up as he goes. He's like, well, yeah, he, I, I didn't kill him. Now I do. Something it hit else. Alfred instead. So yeah, okay, fair. I thought it was. What do you think? I thought it was cool and maybe a little bit of the theater people being annoying. But like when Robert Pattinson is realizing that. The things happening, like he's driving like a silent scream. That's kind of cool. I, yeah. I, like, I like silent screams. A sound design was also good when he was hitting the glass during the interrogation scene. Mm-hmm. Felt pretty powerful. I thought all his punches felt powerful. They weren't cheesy. I could, yeah. I could feel and see the impact of him beating up the thugs <clears throat> yeah. most of the time. It was pretty sick. Or when he was driving back to try and get to Alfred in time, that was pretty good acting. Yeah. It was like frantic. and It was weird because like he's calling him. He's like... Pine picks up as the as the yeah. Maid. And then the lady's like, and she's like, I've been trying to reach you. I've been trying to just reach like you. he would have seen an hour ago. So 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 <laughs> let, me, let me let me so imagine the computer screen is the shot, right? Stop. They, they just show the maid in the shot, like talking. Everything looks normal about her. <laughs> it's just she's quiet. Like, this happened an hour ago, and then after it goes back to Bruce once or twice, it goes back to her. Zoom out. There's firemen. There's burn things. Like the that top just wasn't that like wasn't the, in the yeah, original yeah, yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah. Like and he's like, I she's like, I've been trying to reach you, but if you were trying to reach him, he would have seen it. He was on his phone. He was on his way. It's like happened an hour ago. But like when they first showed her Hayden, it just, they didn't show any burnage or fire or wreckage. It wasn't until they cut back a couple times that they zoomed out and there was firemen there like an hour later. Yeah, exactly. So that bomb causes fire and burns on Alfred, but the bomb that goes off next to Batman causes no damage to him. Yeah, that was rough. Like he's, he was like inches away from it. Like as close to I am as this mic is where the explosion was. Back to that scene though. The the two minute phone call was great. The three riddles, I oh, thought that was really that was cool. Riddler's best acting. I think that was because it was extended. It was like he was. T- I noticed so well is that he was talking to try to run down the timer. Like, oh, yeah, really yeah, good. Yeah. You did really good. And the, t- the timer's still going. I think that's so cool. Well, the, well, the guy would have had time, but he didn't. He, was like he, five he chose to die because he's like, like he I chose can't to die tell the rather rat. than give away the information. Can't give away Falcone as the rat. Can't, I can't give away Falcone, who we've not. We seen. will not know he's rap another hour and a half. Yeah, just I think that this movie tried so hard to be like a criminal, like crime masterpiece. I, mean, I do think he was a better like ma- master. He was actually like a master detective. Like he was like who, at Batman? crime scenes 
investigating oh, yeah, yeah. things. He, he that's was more, more of a like detective. detective mode, which is cool. I Christian think Bale was more of just like action-y. Alfred, what does this mean? Yeah, Lucius, turn on the technology. Yeah. Just put in your name and it's done. You're done. Put in your name. <laughs> as long I, as this machine you, is even, at Wayne Enterprises, yeah. I won't be. <laughs> and uh, Penguin did have the cheesy one line, like, what are you two guys, master detectives or something? <laughs> Oh, gosh, oh, oh. the penguins lines were rough. Yeah. Or he's he like too comical what did for the he movie. Say? He was like oh, I can't remember the line. Awful he said. Spanish. This guy he's stuck on his Spanish for way. It was just Am I the only one who doesn't know the difference between L and La? La Brada Flato, whatever. I was like, okay, just cool. How Masculine would he feminine pronoun. Ever figure out the URL thing. No oh yeah, okay. Yeah, what was the URL? Way. It's like you R L Rata Flato or whatever. Because he said he said U R L Rata Lata. Yeah. So just you think, oh, URL. It's like URL, Radaflada. It's just there were so oh, many moments where yeah. Batman was just like, huzzah. I have that now was, figured I don't know if it's lazy out. writing or like plot. Like they just plot. Yeah. What? Some of them make sense. Like I, I think. And that, just again, like how does the Riddler know that's exactly when he would realize it and get on the chat room or whatever? I think that can be derived to he's, he's just, just always a waiting. He's just sitting there waiting forever. I mean, okay, it's fair. Um, but. Like, yeah, I don't know how I knew URL. Or like, yeah, the thumb drive thing was cringe. I don't don't know. I don't know, man. There's so many comments. Because I like a lot of things. I'm going to just say it. I probably need to see it again. I think, again, I've already said this. I think this movie aesthetically is very strong. I think that the plot, undeniably uh, poorly written. Yeah. The narrative sucks. Holes and convenient plot convenience a lot. <laughs> and with that, the plot conveniences or whatever. The big thing to me is like I just don't care about any of the characters except Robert Pattinson. I could not care less if Alfred gets blown up. I could not care less if Catwoman dies. I don't. I don't see any circuses, Alfred. I, I just don't. I wanted to be older. I think his performance was fine. I just think that like the Alfred character was just kind of there. Like like Michael Caine's Alfred is like. You can kind of get the sense of like, oh, he's been in this guy's life. There was Alfred. Alfred was a big part in Gotham. He was younger a little bit, but he's still older. He was really cool in Gotham, I will say. But an interesting point, Hayden, is that they had a three-hour movie, and they still didn't have enough for each character. They they still did too many characters. Because there was just so much. Batman. You had Catwoman. You had Falcone. You had Penguin. You had Riddler. You had Jim Gordon. Yeah, that's that's most everybody. I think you had Annika. You had Annika. You had. uh, Carmine. Yeah, uh, yeah, I said Falcon. So just like, but how do you have that there many was characters just so much time devoted to it. like walking around and like solving puzzles? Like, and I guess that's the point of the Riddler. But there was so much time devoted to just like Batman wandering around in the suit. Like, what does this mean? Or like, yeah, oh, I've got it. Yeah, like the whole fucking rat thing that took up like an hour of the movie. Trying like, to find who the been, rat is. It could have been just condensed into like thirty minutes. Yeah, it definitely could have been like cut in half. I don't know why <clears> they had to think the penguin was the rat, but. But any any we've, any we've been overall negative. I think that I think that if you if you go to this movie and you want to see Batman beat up bad guys and and you want to see you know and you want to see just a a, a pretty I don't want to say standard because I think it has negative connotations, but you just want to see a solid uh, comic book detective noir movie. This movie does a great job. What would you rate this movie hidden out of ten? Hundred, so seven point. Did we rate? Did we rate Tick Tick Boom? Uh, yeah, we did. I'm gonna give this film a modest seven out of ten. I I agree with the seven, and it's funny. And I'm I'm almost leaning to go at a six, but yeah. I'm gonna leave it at seven, because I th- I enjoyed this movie more than 
any of Batflex movies, yeah. anything since Dark Knight. Although I just, let me go on record of saying I'm tempted to drop it to a six, but as of this recording, it's seven. Yeah. I, I, I think I solidly agree with seven. I think I'd like to see it again um, to get more into I it. I may but, see it again. Um, there just was, didn't seem like a lot that I was like, it was oh, just, this deserves a second viewing. Like, it was conflicting. I don't think it's a 10 out of 10. There's a lot of news publications no giving it a 10 out of 10. Well, they're they're all caught up in the hype, man. Like this always happens. I don't understand. Like a new movie comes out, and everybody's like, especially if it's one that's been hyped up a lot. It's just like this is the best thing. Like I remember when Endgame came out, I saw articles of like, is Endgame the best film of all time? <laughs> I just like I'm just I'm I'm being, I'm being so serious. If you if you think that Endgame is the best film ever made, and this this has nothing to do with like snobby like you just you need to watch more movies. Yeah, it's just so bad i would we could do a whole episode of why in game sucks like that one guy on youtube that I, <laughs> young Never defiant that. shout yeah. out to young defiant <laughs> that video is funny they're going backwards in evolution that's where that came from yeah 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 <laughs> i think that this movie was cool and i think it's worth your viewing that's what it's I would say. definitely worth the ticket it's not as bad as i'm making it seem i'm probably being too harsh probably being overly critical but that's just the kind of person i am i, I i'm very critical i tend to be the positive and The Dark Knight is not a perfect movie either, but it's way better than this movie. Yeah. I think. If you disagree, I, I think it's closer. you disagree, leave leave us comments. Yeah. Wherever you can leave us a comment, leave a comment. Instagram post. Make your something. argument. Yeah. Make your, maybe we'll post a, uh, like a side-by-side and like maybe people can argue in the comments. Yeah. Because we have a ton of followers and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I think, I think, if anything, it's worth it because it's a 2022 Batman movie. Because yeah, Dark Knight is seated strictly in 2008 I, by certain shortcomings. Of yeah, I, I don't, I'm not opposed to the idea that this was made. I think a new Batman was, were due for one. And I think this was a good one. So I think an interesting thing to end on, Hayden, would be what do you predict for the Batman 2? Uh, like, do I think it's going to happen? Or no, it's definitely going to happen. happen. Oh my God. Uh, I think it's going to be worse. I think it's going to follow worse? the, I think it's going to follow the sequels uh, are worse. The general trend of just going declining in them out that are made do you think it's uh two or trilogy <sighs> they're gonna do it until the money stops coming in so if two is bad and reviews bad and makes bad money is three happening three is like likely. let's say they want to do a trilogy three right is now. extremely likely you really think i don't know because man. just based on this so far i think they're going i think they're taking heavy inspiration from nolan's trilogy mm-hmm. so i think they're gonna go two and then i think they're gonna go three from what i read a little bit very shallow understanding nolan was very much like a one at a time thing like we made this oh i guess let's do another one we did well well we could do another well that one. that's probably why i they, don't think it started so, off as like a trilogy right no that's probably why they're so stand well i mean batman begins that that even the title kind of alludes that there's going to be more it's, yeah but but um I, I this movie is it's worth seeing and i think i think it's worth talking about honestly because i think it's one of those i think it's one of those movies that can that can make us uh, force us to be honest because I think a lot of people feel the same way we do but they're afraid to say it because dumb Batman, hype, Batman like, hype blind hype and I think it would be very easy for us to just be a blind <clears throat> hype 30 minute banger like oh my god so good so good so well, cool and Batman, I was so cool. go, driving there I was and even into like the first 20 minutes of the movie I yeah. was blinded by hype but then little things started picking at it and, and the Batman directed by Matt Reeves uh, 7 out of 10 yeah I agree I think seven is fair. And that's that's really all I have to say about it. 
Yeah, I think I think we've said plenty. It's 4 a.m. Yeah. We finished this 4 review. 4:30. 4:30 a.m. Do I do my camera report right now? Oh man, no. I text her if chat. I'm you. Yeah. I'm, there's no shot. I'm doing that. Um, if yeah. this comes out in between the pure guava episodes, apologies. We don't know how the ordering is going to be yet, but they want to keep this kind of current. We want to keep it kind of relevant. So yeah. this might break up the pure guava analysis. If it does, uh, stick with it. Stick with pure guava. Because anyway, but yeah, I think I think that's all that we have uh, for this episode. Hopefully, you enjoyed our nearly two-hour uh, review of Matt Reeves' The Batman. And um, I hope you guys have a great have a, had a great day, whatever day it is you listen to this. And I hope you have a, continue to have great days. That's so nice of you, Hayden. <laughs> and uh, that, that's all for me. Yeah, yeah, I think we're I think we're good. See you guys later. Bye bye. Bye bye.